Hey, it's Carrie and Tony. Hey. If, if you are familiar at all with Sir Terry Pratchett, you know he's a writer. <laughs> Very good, Carrie. <laughs> and uh, this is uh, this is all about his Discworld books. There's a convention for the. I didn't know that there were 38 of these books. Mm-hmm. This is fascinating, and it is the Discworld convention. Could you tell us about Discworld, Tony? Well, Discworld is a round, flat world balanced on the backs of four gigantic elephants, which in turn stand on the back of a giant turtle, the great Atuin. I'd like to party with Terry Pratchett, because I think he's got some good stuff. I bet. <laughs> it's the, uh, it is the uh, Discworld convention, It is uh, and Terry Pratchett is the guest of honor. Madison, Wisconsin, July 8th through the 11th. You need to go to... NADWCon.org. That stands for North American Discworld Convention. NADWCon.org. It benefits the Orangutan Foundation and the Alzheimer's Research Trust, which are two of Terry Pratchett's uh, big, big uh, charities that he likes to support. So uh, if you're a fan of the Discworld books, this is certainly up your alley. You should make it to Madison, Wisconsin, July 8th through the 11th. Uh, there's going to be the, the costume contests and, uh, you know, all the things that you expect from a sci-fi convention. All the great con stuff. And, uh, oh, Death is a regular character. Oh, yeah. I've got I've to read these then. The Discworld books, 38 of them. Sir Terry Pratchett, guest of honor. Go to nadwcon.org. That's North American Discworld Convention.org. And remember, be nice to the cats. If you're looking for something absolutely unique for either you or a friend, look no further than Grimleys.com. Each and every Grimley is handmade, hand-painted, and 100% awesome. We can make a Grimley of just about anything. Your favorite superheroes, villains, and horror characters come to life with Grimley's custom collectibles. We even have a full line of cool creatures for just about any taste, from super cute squidlies to brain-slurping zombies. Custom orders are always welcome. Come check us out on Facebook or head over to Grimleys.com. That's G-R-I-M-M-L-E-I-G-H-S.com. Good news, everyone! We're film critics and geek show podcast panelists, Jeff Weiss and Jimmy Martin, and we'd like to tell you about our new television show, The Big Movie Mouth Off. Now, The Big Movie Mouth Off is a film review program edgier than most that pits us two critics against each other in a critical grudge match to the death as we squabble over the finer points of filmmaking. Or it'll show our softer, more warm and cuddly sides as we agree and live in a utopian state of well-being. You know, either way, you'll hear everything you'd want to know about the latest theatrical movies and the occasional DVD and Blu-ray releases. So, before you have the bright idea to spend any form of currency on the latest M. Night Shyamalan disaster, or if you're just debating whether that latest comic book adaptation is worth your hard-earned cash, check out the Big Movie Mouth Off for our expert, albeit cynical, advice. This delectable digital delight can be found on Comcast On Demand in the Utah local section or wherever beta tapes and laser discs are sold. You know, I really need to update my video library. Also, be sure to friend the Big Movie Mouth Off on Facebook for your chance to win free swag, pass it to the press screening that will be attended by yours truly. And we promise to keep the bickering to a minimum while inside the theater. I promise nothing. Hi, this is Carrie. A brand new episode of GeekShowPodcast.com is about to land in your ear hole, but... Uh, it would not be free if not for our fine sponsors. Let us thank them just a moment. Uh, PCLaptops.com. Dan, the laptop man, has created a computer so powerful, he's calling it the juggernaut. It's so powerful, it can run two small countries or an entire galactic empire. I think he's exaggerating, but it sounds pretty powerful. Fastest processor with 12 cores can hold two of the best video cards available today. It has one terabyte solid-state hard drive. That means no moving parts. Go see Dan at PCLaptops.com. And go and see uh, Dave and Jeremiah and the boys at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South. Have them explain what's going to be happening with your comics in the coming 
uh, coming summer. SecretCompassCollectibles.com is also still with us. Uh, might I suggest the Supreme Edition Boba Fett costume? It's under $900, and it actually looks pretty damn good. NADWCon.org, that's the North American Disc World Convention, July 8th through the 11th in Madison, Wisconsin. Sir Terry Pratchett will be there, and all of the proceeds will benefit the Orangutan Foundation and the Alzheimer's Research Trust. Also, don't forget Newmont.edu, that's N-E-U-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. Lots and lots and lots of jobs in the Internet and the computers just for you at Newmont.edu. Here it is, brand new episode of GeekShowPodcast.com. Please to enjoy. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. This is uh, not the new episode of Geek Show Podcast that follows. This is what we call the broken news. You're welcome, America. And uh, this segment is recorded on the uh, the day before the release of the new episode. We put it there. It's uh, broken news. It's certainly stuff you've heard already. Yeah. But, but not from us. But not from us. Being awesome. That's what makes it special. <laughs> Although it still amazes me. I talk to people who uh, – oh, it's geekshowpodcast.com, by the way. Uh, I still talk to people who say, man, I – you know, where do you find all this new information? And I'm like, boy, by the time we get to it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really not new. It's a month and a half <laughs> it's old. It's on the man. internet we, box. We might, this might as well be called the olds. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's, it's – it's, so that's why I call this part broken news. Wait, I, Michael Jackson's dead? Yeah, I know. Two years. Shit. <laughs> Two years, buddy. I read this morning that in, in, in the past year, he made over $300 million dead. Oh, Jesus so, so uh, how much are you worth? That's a, a lie. How many kids did he rape while he was dead? <laughs> yeah, that's true. All of them. You raped all of them. Hey, rape no kids. Him and Tupac are down in Mexico just laughing it up. You think? Yeah. I'd like to think that. And Raping and, kids. And Biggie, and Biggie too. <laughs> they fell for it all. Let's oh. write a song. We can't write a song. Oh, oh. shit. Yeah, we can. We can release it. Oh, we pretend can... it was in the vault, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, we can't make any contemporary references. All right. So nothing, <laughs> nothing past a certain point. No Only talk about Crystal Pepsi, motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. Tab is delicious. Hand me another Crystal Pepsi because they send it all down to him. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So, so this is the broken news. The new uh, episode, which is called uh, Damn It, Geek Show is Not on Vacation episode coming up. Yeah. What is that all about? In which Are we, you on uh, vacation tomorrow? Uh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm, I'm off the air until the 5th. Oh, because God. Because my Friday show was so bad, I have suspended myself. What? For. <laughs> no, you're not. You're, are you kidding? It was a terrible show. No, what it happened? Was just no, awful. come on. Let's talk about it. Oh, God, fuck it was these just... people want to hear show, the news. What, yeah. talk, show, show, come us, on. show us on the news diagram where the bad show touched What you. happened, Carrie? Come on. Here. Let's decompress Ooh. for the people. Yeah. No. It was just an awful show. It was. We got thrown so many corporate horror things that we had to do on the air that it, it became it became like an infomercial instead of there. There was like no entertainment value for the first hour and a half. Uh, really? And then did you, you have know, a stunt boy? Did they make you have a stunt boy? No, it was it was all uh, oh uh, this uh, uh, fill up uh, sandbags for flooding and get a sandwich. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean it was it was stuff like that, and it, it was awful. And so we tried to it tried to pick up the show after that and then the fucking pet psychic came oh in. i was there for that <laughs> pet psychic i stopped eh? by there a pet psychic eh <laughs> yeah so it was just it was just the worst did the, all the dogs say assholes are delicious 
You know, vomit doesn't taste too bad. <laughs> that, that totally reminds me of Freakazoid. Meow, 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 meow. He says he's, he's very, very sad. sad. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to get that drop for you know next what? time you she comes should. in. You should. Here's the thing. Is I hate the pet psychic, right? I think it's terrible radio. But the phones go fucking nuts. If you people would stop calling for the pet psychic, I well, could wait. stop having her on. I have an idea. Why don't you let me bring my fucked up dogs <laughs> into the studio? <laughs> Let's just bring all our dogs Just in bring Fenway in. And then, you know, and, and, and so then there's the pet psychic, and then the last hour just kind of limps along, and it's just like, I don't, I'm out of here. I don't care. I just, did you really? Uh, did, was so, this not scheduled time off? No, you? it was scheduled. Just, <laughs> it was scheduled. We but it was a convenient it, We planned it months ago, but it is a convenient So you're going to come to movie night tonight? I am, yeah. Fuck yeah. As we record this on Saturday. Yay. Sunday. Sunday. I don't know what day it is anymore. <laughs> I'm on vacation, man. I'm on Lortab, and I don't do anything. It's anymore. daytime. But you'll get this episode Monday night as soon as Two Tall Tony is done with his supper and puts it on the computer box for you. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Um, uh, in this episode, we break down Green Lantern quite a bit, yeah. talk about it. Uh, there's more news on Green Lantern here. We just read the story. It is the talk of the town, talk of Hollywood, talk of right. the back room of the comic book store. Um Everyone has an opinion, and now there's apparently a movement out there uh, on the web to defend the movie as being not as bad as you've heard. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much wow. the review I gave it. Which is <sighs> what I think. Yeah. You know, it's not as bad as you've heard. It's a goddamn it's, Green Lantern movie, It's man. okay, and you'll forget it in a year. Yeah, I'm not giving it a big thumbs up, but I'm saying it's not as bad as you've heard. No. Uh, but the, uh, it's better than uh, the Punisher movies, any Punisher movie that Marvel's made. I, uh, did, I didn't mind Warzone so much. Yeah, Warzone. I mean, no, no, but I still, I, I still think it was better than Warzone. Yeah. I don't hate Warzone. Uh, but uh, here's here's the latest from uh, found this in the Hollywood Reporter. They're going to do a sequel. Fuck yeah, Warner's is doing a sequel. Because uh, everybody said they wanted to see the sequel that it was in the credits. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in the states said, "Now that's I, the movie." I, that I, was a yeah. commercial for the movie I wanted to see. Yes, mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. So here's here's what's Quit going texting, on. Texting Jeff, we're doing uh, this. No, thing no, now. no. I'm I'm checking to see how <laughs> how Greenlander did over the weekend. I was getting the box office uh, yeah. numbers. He's he's a professional, sir. He's not like you. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Uh, it says here, uh, sources say Warner Brothers still believes in the franchise, even if the studio is somewhat disappointed. I like how they put that. Somewhat, somewhat disappointed. Who the fuck? Over the weekend, uh, this is, you know, as of Sunday, uh, Green Lantern fell a steep 66% at yep. the domestic box office. So this is the second week out. 18, Grossing 18 mil. 18.4 mil for a cum of 89.3 mil. Ooh. Now that's a pretty big decline. That's a Whoops. third of what it cost him. Not even a third of what it cost him. It make. said it cost $200 million to produce oh, yeah. before the marketing campaign. <laughs> now, the marketing campaign was crazy. Yeah. Get Hot Wheels then, on the phone. And then there was that $9 million that, uh, that they the, added to the, for the effects, effects budget. Exactly. Last minute. Uh, a lot of uh, the other studios are saying it's one of the most expensive marketing campaigns on record. Because, I mean, you think about it. You have to. No one yeah. knew who he was. And um, anyway, so uh, Warner uh, President uh, says, uh, Dan Fellman said, the movie is settling in. It's what? <laughs> it's settling in. To what? Uh, Into you know, the back of your mind. You know, a lot of these uh, fanboy pictures uh, often see a significant drop-off in their second weekends. Well, The Hollywood Reporter looked into it and said that uh, Thor and uh, X-Men First Class were the most recent ones. Thor dropped 47% in his second weekend. First Class dropped 56%. Uh, similar films that have had the same sort of dip that Green Lantern did include The Hulk, the Ang Lee one. Yeah. 70% uh, in its uh, second that's week. That's steep. Yeah, because that was movie steep. was terrible. Mm-hmm. That was worse than Green Lantern, that's for sure. Yeah. You know? No, you're incredible crazy. Hulk? 
No, no. first Hulk. The Ang Lee one? Oh, the, oh, the first Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. The Ang Lee and, one. And I will say that the Ang Lee Hulk hell. is great if you turn it off after he gets captured in San Francisco. It's a great movie if you end it there. <laughs> if, if you wait, then it is Green Lantern. Yeah, then there's the giant fart bubble and yeah. all the other weird <laughs> shit. But, uh, but anyway, the, the problem that Green Lantern has is Transformers. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to ruin it. It's going to destroy it completely. And uh, the reason that Warner's is hanging on to it is they are afraid that because the Harry Potter movies are over, they don't have a franchise. Yeah. yeah. Yes. No, for well, sure. well, they could do uh, – when, when people listen to this episode, mm-hmm. they could have a good franchise with Green Lantern. They just really dropped the ball. They yes. More time in space, Fu- more time in Noah. Yes. That's it. And fire those fucking screenwriters. Yeah. yeah, all of them. Anybody who said Hot Wheel in that meeting room needs to be fired. <laughs> well, that was the guy from Mattel, clearly. <laughs> Get him out of here. You know what you need. Now, I, I keep hearing about the Hot Wheel. Everyone's bitching about the Hot Wheel, to which I say to Green Lantern fans, go back and read your goddamn comic book, because yeah. he did that shit, all right? No, he did. He did that shit. But Don't give me any of this Hot have Wheel Have you seen crap. the commercial that they you know? made from that part of the movie for the Hot Wheel set? I swear to God, Mattel might have paid for that section. So there is a Hot Wheel set. Yes. Yes. Oh, and they use they use yeah. that scene with the helicopter in the Hot Wheel car on a Hot Wheel track in the commercial. That's I, I still stand by my statement. I know, but I'm just read saying, your goddamn. Just I, I, in the book doesn't mean it needs to be in the movie. He yeah. fucking did that stuff. Yes. Well, but, he did, and, and he still does. That's that why he's stuff. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, and see that <laughs> that was my objection all along. You might remember when I reviewed it. I said yes. it was full of the shit that I hate about Green Lantern, such as the fucking giant. Hot Wheel track. Exactly. My, my biggest thing is that it went on forever, too. It went down the little spiral uh, thing, and then it blah, blah. ramped over the crowd, and well, it kept going. I'm like, oh, my it's God. It's a good Hot Wheel set. <laughs> Apparently. All I, again, you know, I just, uh, all I can say to you, you know, Green Lantern fanboys who hate your movie, you should be happy you got a goddamn movie. And second of all, go back and read your comic book. He did that shit. I didn't okay. hate it. I thought it was neat. And I was like, wish I was in that anyway. in that helicopter riding. Well, it won't be nearly... <laughs> It won't be nearly as cool as Spy Kids 4. Oh, wow. Oh, now God. in Smell-O-Vision. Oh, wait. Are you getting it? It has no. the turd smell of Jessica Alba. No kidding. What? It's in Smell-O-Vision. Oh, yep. God. Well, they're calling it Aromascope. Really? <laughs> Is that but, her vagina? But, but us old folks remember it as Smell-O-Vision. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Actually, I'm in favor of it now that I thought about it. Oh? Because remember who plays their mom? It's uh, In this one, it's uh, Jessica Alba. Fuck! No yeah. Carla yeah. Gugino? No. No, no I she isn't. I don't want to smell Carla well, Gugino. Antonio Banderas is in it. No. He's, I saw him on the list, but I, I don't think Carla is. Isn't Jessica I, Alba playing the grown up version of the girl I, from the. I believe it is, yeah. Uh, Robert Rodriguez says that uh, not only will it be in 3D. Oh, good. But it will be in Aromascope. So, two ways to make you want to throw up. And it won't cost you any more, he said. Oh, good. He said, is, is this, you know, we're going to give you a card, <laughs> a scratch and sniff card before you go in. And there will be parts, and it'll say on the screen, scratch number three. And scratch, yeah. You know. What are they fighting? The fartster? <laughs> well, during, now, the, during the credits, it smells like shit. You're like, yeah, that's about uh, that. Now, again, I, I, I did a little research, and because and, I knew this was not the first time this has happened. Nope. It goes back to 1960. The movie was called The Scent of Mystery. Dun, dun, dun. It didn't this... give you any options. It actually, they pumped the smell into the theater, right? Right. Uh-huh. At different yeah, I times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, there, were, there were 30 different smells. And then, of course, I do remember John Waters because I saw this in theaters. I saw polyester in theaters with the scratch and sniff cards in 1982, the enhanced version of, poly, uh, of polyester. And uh, 
No, thank yeah. you. And then there was Rugrats Go Wild in 2003. Did that too? Uh-huh. It was their homage to polyester. You know, I'm sure all the kids sure. understood that. So, uh, Did one of the kids eat a turd at the end? So, that, so there you go. Oh, that was pink. pink oh, that was awful. Out. That was awful. Anyway, uh, so, so there's that. Uh, let's see. We've got... Um, no, no, they watched the movie. That was them eating a turd. Uh, I was looking forward to the Powers TV show mm-hmm. until I heard about the cast. Uh-oh. Jason did you, Patrick did you hear? and, and uh, Lucy Punch. Lucy Punch. Who's Lucy Punch? Oh, she's in uh, Bad Teacher. Yeah. And her face looks like it melted. Yes, and, it well, does. And let's not forget, she was also in that Dinner for Schmucks. She was the yep. crazy woman in Dinner for Schmucks. She is paid- I like Jason Patrick, though. I'm not too crazy about that casting. Yeah. Oh, is he as, what's his face? Yes. He's the lead, yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah that's not a good uh, choice. What's, what's, I can't remember the character's name. Should have been Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> he would have been better, at least. Uh, yeah, he's or Jerry O'Connell. He's uh, yeah, he is the lead. They will be the detectives uh, for the Powers TV Christian... series. I will not be watching. Christian that. Walker, yes, Christian Walker, and yeah. Dina Pilgrim, and Dina Pilgrim. So there you go. There's your casting. I hope it's okay because I really wanted little Starbuck to play the she Dina should, yeah. Pilgrim. She was perfect for it. But you know, we'll see. But no, I, I trust the source material enough, and Bendis is involved, and mm-hmm. so nobody ever listens to us, dude. I know. We'll see. See what happens. Uh, let's see. A couple of comic book related things. Gene Colan passed away. Yes. Oh. Uh, you probably don't know his name, but you've seen his stuff. He drew a lot of books. Uh-huh. Uh, Iron Man, Daredevil, Tomb of Dracula. Some, Dracula. Cap- some Captain America <laughs> issues, including he was just uh, nominated last year for an Eisner for the for the World War II issue. He drew that Ed Brubaker wrote. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was, that was awesome. Yeah. Oh, okay. With the, with the Draculas? Oh. Oh, Oh that, was, oh, that was good. It was really good. Go online and uh, Google uh, uh, Gene Colan and take a look at some of this art, and you'll go, oh, that guy. I've seen his stuff all over the place. Uh-huh. Tomb of Dracula, especially, is the stuff you'll recognize. And uh, a couple of things from... Uh, Howard the Duck. That's right. He did draw <laughs> Howard the Duck. Man, I didn't realize how much stuff he drew. Uh, let's see. Uh, Death Visits the Marvel Universe was another thing that happened this week. Everyone's talking about the uh, death of Spider-Man and... We just have to point out to people, it's not the amazing Spider-Man, it's a different it's Spider-Man. Ultimate, fake Ultimate, Spider-Man. You know. What did you guys think about that? Uh, I, I thought it was well written, yeah. yeah. That was all right, huh? You think he's really dead? Yes, he is dead. They say in the Ultimate Universe, once you die, you die. Yep. I mean, they killed Wolverine, and he ain't back. <laughs> That's Wolverine. true. They, killed, they the, killed the fuck out of him. Yeah. In Wolverine, Ultimatum. Wolverine is one of the big Wasp. names, That's and he's true. not yeah. there anymore. The, the so. wasp got eaten by the blob. That <laughs> 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 was great. So anyway, there you go. But uh, they also, uh, Bucky Barnes dead? Yeah, or is he? Or is he? Don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know. He, uh, looked, pretty, look, he looked pretty dead, looked didn't pretty he? Looked pretty dead. <laughs> looked pretty dead to me. But uh, anyway, so anyway, there's that going on. Um, hmm, let's see. What do we got here? What do we got? Um, G.I. Joe 2. The Rock is yeah. in it. Yay. He's in it? He, yep. w- he will be Roadblock. <laughs> what? Of course he's in there. Yeah. Roadblock's a big African-American gentleman. Wait, no, he's wait. well. He's half. He's I guess he's going to use his half. He's, he's half. using the. It's convenient. <laughs> not his Polynesian half. He'll play it when he needs it. Yeah. You know. So God, he's. he's God, if he block. gets any bigger, he's going to explode. And uh, Channing yeah. Tatum will be back as Duke. As far as the rest Thank of the God. cast go, uh, they for sure. Uh, Ray Park will be uh, Snake Eyes because he's got nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Storm Shadow will be back. And those are the only original casts that are confirmed to oh, come. Yeah, okay. Oh. 
Because all what the, about all, the weigh-ins? All your bad guys are, uh, are uh, you know, in masks. So if it's going to be the rise of Cobra, it's... You know, where's, so the, where's the so weigh-ins? So Joseph Gordon-Levitt's not in it? No sign for the weigh-ins. No, no sorry. <sighs> and uh, let's see. <laughs> I'm going to uh, stand behind this thing over here and look menacing. Oh, and I've got some uh, Avengers uh, movie news. <laughs> um, there will be no roadie. War Machine will not be in it. Oh. Well, I'm out. I Thanks. know. That's it. Uh, yeah, they interviewed uh, <clears throat> uh, the actor Don, Don, Cheadle. Don Cheadle. He said, "Yeah, I, uh, I had, I, there was an option for me to be in it. They did not exorcise that, probably because this movie is going to cost them a fortune." Terrence yep. Howard's probably like, "I'll do it for free." <laughs> Please, I don't want to be on this Law and Order show anymore. Please, These beans are getting kind of stale. But this is the uh, the other thing that comes down to it. Uh, an article on the economics of big budget movie made, making features a quote from one producer familiar with Marvel's dealings. It says here. Uh-huh. suggests that in order to keep costs down, the Avengers movie's biggest name, Robert Downey Jr., will work only three or four weeks, while the film maximizes the screen time of cheaper actors, Chris Hemsworth and Chris Evans. And, and Mark Ruffalo. And Mark Ruffalo. So uh, there you go. And Gary Coleman. And I, as I predicted, it'll be... Uh, Oh, Nick, Nick Fury will be keeping Robert Downey down in the basement. Uh, you're uh, misbehaving. You're bad. Don't uh, take then, another drink. And then trouble will happen, and then he'll have to show up. up. Sh- up day, so. Show up in his Hulkbuster armor, to which they can just use his voice. Well, they have to have the little screenshot of his face in the mask, which yeah. can be done quickly. Yeah, I suppose. See, All right. see. Uh, anyway, so we got uh, this some uh, some breaking news, broken news that I have here. Uh, did you guys uh, have anything? Oh yeah, two two new movie trailers surfaced this week. The longer, even better Rise of the Planet of the Apes trailer. Now, that one is for British theaters. Yeah. Uh, there's a great thing on uh, Blaster.com uh, that breaks down the two trailers, the American one and the British one. And basically what the conclusion that they drew was uh, film companies think the American audiences are stupid. Go and take a look at it. It's really interesting. But it, I, I can't wait for that. It's movie. completely different takes. And you were like, why did they leave that out? Why did they put that in? Why, you know? And that's the conclusion. It's because American audiences must be stupid. Clearly. <laughs> or, you know, we have that ADD or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. But this new one. Oh. It, it looks beautiful. And by the way, that first Avenger Captain, Captain America trailer, oh, the second God. one that came out. The new one, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. I, I can't decide which movie I'm more excited for, honestly. Really? For Rise of the Apes or Cap? Cap. They like both, I'm like I'm tied. They both I'm just look like, great. Yeah. I just, I can't get over the CGI Cap. and Rise. Well, that was my oh. thing too. The eyes, the yeah. eyes look real. Oh, like you know what I mean? Like always, like in shifty, uh, darty. Oh yeah. The, but the, like in, in, the, in like the even Gollum. Movies. Gollum was like probably the most realized uh, CGI character ever, but his eyes still looked fake. Yep. But for some reason, this monkey's eyes look. Like, there's well, something behind them. I said that Andy Serkis should have been nominated for Best Actor or Best Supporting Actor for Gollum. I think Best Supporting Actor for Caesar in Rise of the Apes. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> Andy Serkis again? Yes. Not Andy Serkis, just his shifty Caesar eyes. Caesar himself <laughs> and his scheming face. God. But uh, they're great. Now, what were you saying about uh, Cap Audience? Yeah. The, uh, something? The, 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 suppo- Go ahead. Su- supposedly, they test screened Captain America for audiences. Minus some of the special effects, and the audience scores were off the fucking chart. Oh. Like 93 out of 100, and nothing else this year has tested even close to that. I'm having such a hard time believing that in my lifetime, we'll get a, a good Captain, Captain America, America movie. movie would be made, and it would actually be good. Because <laughs> I, 
I have always said maybe there are some comic book characters who should not be movies, mm-hmm. and I pointed to Ghost Rider and Cap as two examples. You were right about Ghost Rider. Uh, but, <laughs> I don't know, man. But, 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 but I'll say this right now. The, hearing those guys talk about the Ghost Rider sequel they're making, it's the guys from Crank. Yeah. I know. Actually, my, uh, my friend Corey, who made Mad World, the cinematographer of that, is doing the cinematography for Ghost Rider. For the new one, yeah, and you talk to him. I I'm, I want to see if we can get him on the phone. Get that man on the phone. Let's get him on the phone. Let's do it because they're talking about making a way darker, weirder. Yeah, well, he did, well he, this he's a great cinematographer. He did uh, what was it the the sequel Rob Zombie's Halloween? Um, he did uh, MacGruber. <laughs> so, but if you actually <laughs> watch, that which, I love which, which has the best villain dispatching scene ever. And and you know Rob Zombie, they blow him up and pee on him. It <laughs> might not be the best thing in the world, but you watch those movies and they're actually shot very oh, well. Yeah, they look. So. I, I was going to say that Halloween two looked beautiful, terrible yeah. movie, but looked mm-hmm. beautiful. I'll try to get him on the phone. I'd love to hear what what they got. Sure. I just hope there's a good sex scene like in the Gruber. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking funny movie. <laughs> I love that. If you movie. haven't seen that movie, watch it. it. Did you like I it? I finally saw it. it did was, you think it was funny? I ha- I thought it had a lot of funny stuff. In yeah. it. it did. I thought I was going to. Uh, S- Sean S- Means was going to punch me in the S- face S- during the. <laughs> S- celery up the butt. Celery, celery up, up the butt. butt. Wouldn't have been surprised if he'd punched you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Peter oh, Falk died. Peter Falk died. We're sad so about sad. that. Uh, We're not sad about sad. Ryan Dunn. Are we not? Well, you. You pull a move like that, it's kind of. A... I'm indifferent because you know I didn't really have anything emotionally invested in Ryan Dunn. That's true. So I know he, a lot. He of made me laugh. Did. I know a lot yeah. of people did, but uh, and it, and he made me laugh. But yeah. you know I didn't it, have any emotional still, investment. You, you, get, you get hammered and get in your car and start driving 183 miles an hour. Yeah, shit like this is going to happen. Although to, to be fair, he was one of the less Dick Weasley members. I agree. Of, was he of, yeah. of the jacket? Uh, here's what I hope because I, I guess the Westboro uh, Church is going to go and protest his oh. public. Uh, wow. His public uh, funeral funeral thing, and I just hope they get their asses kicked. That'd be I just would the think best. a jackass. That's funeral. what I think too. I don't think they know what they're doing. What well, did you see? What uh, Bam Margera said to Roger Ebert after Ebert made his little tweets yeah. about not giving a shit. Yeah, he's about to tear his fucking you know jawless the rest face of his off. face off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean he was I, pissed. I, I, I'm going to suggest what they could do to Westboro Baptist Church protesting. They could spray diarrhea on them. Or how about they? <laughs> Hold them down and shove Matchbox cars up, up their, their asses. Yeah. Oh, see, that would be a good tribute. Yeah. Or, that would be a fitting tribute. Or, 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 or perhaps uh, bat a few balls with their wieners at them. I hope they beat the shit out of them. I would love it. I hate those people so much. You're going to make them into martyrs. Yep. Uh, that cares. happens. They become martyrs. You don't want that. Dead. Best thing to do is just martyrs. fucking ignore them. Yeah. Just ignore them. They're insignificant. They are fleas. They are flies. I agree. All right. Uh, anything else? Where are we going? Uh, you... I want to pimp something. Go. Uh, Do it. I decided, the wife and I, we started cleaning out the basement, Carrie. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, about going through about 3,000 different collectible items, and we're going to have a big-time geek show yard sale. Uh, July 9th and 10th. Uh, I'm going to start it at a reasonable time because I'm not a, a weirdo. Uh, probably about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, ninth south, about four fifty uh, south uh, east. Like ninth and tenth. Ninth and tenth. Yes. Saturday it's and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Um, I'm not haggling. I'm putting a price on shit. That's the price. But the Unless, prices will be reasonable. Oh yeah. I'm thinking like you know five bucks and stuff like that. What but, kind of, What kind of things uh, do we have? What are we talking about? <sighs> God. Uh, at this point, there's like probably a hundred metal lunch boxes. 
uh, I've got some Simpsons stuff in the package still. Uh, I've got a big old uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man I'm going to sell. Uh, Jesus Christ, so much. The guy's in the suit in your basement. Yeah, it's the, it's the <laughs> dude. <laughs> just lots of figures, lots of uh, Universal Monster toys, just... Um, uh, I've been putting pictures of the pile as it grows. On, I've seen uh, a few on of them on Facebook, your Facebook, and yeah. people are like, "Hi, well, can I have that? Can I have that?" So uh, it's gonna be pretty fun, and I'll be selling eight by tens of myself. <laughs> I love it. Really? Yeah. Autographed. Autographed. You I'll write the filthiest them. stuff you want. Whatever, Whatever costs more. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Well, this is very exciting. Yeah, it was gonna go for a uh, uh, vacation. But now it's probably gonna go for a surgery because my life is awesome. All right. <laughs> Chains? Yeah, it's going to be fun. I, I've, you've done this before where you cleaned out your toys. Yeah. And it's kind of fun. Even though you're getting rid of shit, you're like, oh, my God, I forgot I had this. I well, forgot I had this. I, I did it about six years ago and uh, sold two-thirds of my collection right. and got the down payment for this place. Exactly. So I'm not expecting to make a ton, but I think um, there's some cool stuff. And I'm, you know, some of it might be a little pricey because it's cool and it's in the package, but uh, most of it – like out of the package stuff, I'm five bucks, but it's all in great shape. Cool, I'm a nerd, so nice. out of lunch boxes. Mm-hmm. I'm, int- I'm interested. I'm interested. We've got so many. Well, you remember how it used to be my old place? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. Uh, I'm going to donate some Star Trek books to it, like the old Star Trek novels. Cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be give away saltwater taffy with every purchase. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's right. That's worth the trip. Right Maybe there. we'll have free hot dogs like R.C. Willis. <laughs> I don't know. That is worth the trip right there for the saltwater taffy. Now I'm coming. I have a feeling I'll just be sitting there getting drunk. And before we go, we have to uh, wish Mr. Dan Young a happy birthday. Oh, When's Danny. Birthday? Today. today. Today? As we're talking. This, this yes. moment in time? As mm-hmm. we are talking. Happy birthday, Mr. P.C. Laptop. Man, happy birthday to you. To you. I have a gift for you. I have a gift for you, Dan Young. A special gift. You've got to come and get it yourself. And uh, you guys going to watch True Blood tonight? Yes. (laughs) I am. (laughs) Yeah. If you uh, saw that 15-minute preview. I haven't watched. I don't want to watch the 15 minutes. I haven't seen a thing. I haven't seen a thing. Yep. I'm going to. I'm going to wait to watch it till tomorrow. Pub quiz Wednesday night. You betcha. And, We're uh, doing it outside now, offending the whole neighborhood. Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> Good. I love when you yelled at a guy on his bike that he was a fucking asshole. And no, Sam's no, no, like, no, he no. can hear you. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I didn't say he was a fucking asshole. I said, oh, look, there goes Captain uh, Overcompensation. Yeah. yeah. And, and a, do- a guy drove by. Uh, he was in a truck and he had a dog. And the dog was um, looking out the window and it was wearing sunglasses. He was honking like a hundred times. <laughs> And Check out my dog wearing sunglasses. It was funny. Just lucky 13. Yeah. What time? Uh, 8.30. 8.30 every yeah. Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. You can see late. me stumbling around there like an idiot now. And anything else? And we're uh, Big Movie big, Mouth Off? Yeah, Big Movie Mouth Off's Facebook page. We're doing, we've pretty much been confirmed for every big summer movie to do. That's to, great. To give out free passes so for. So you need to so like, like our page. Because mm-hmm. coming up, we're doing Transformers and then Harry Potter and Captain America and Cowboys and aliens and oh oh yeah and before I forget if you want to see if you weren't able to get into the screening of Transformers with us we're hosting the midnight premiere of Transformers at the Gateway on Tuesday nice. yeah so when this is available this will be tomorrow night mm-hmm. yeah. cool. I'm not coming guys all right we'll find them what abs what abs I'll tr- I'll let you guys and we've watch got it for me. a ton of cool shit to give away at that at the midnight screening all right so is it gonna be a better movie than the last one. You know, I've heard somebody who already saw it and said that there's about four action sequences that are 20 minutes each. So, huh. And that's all I want from that movie. 
It, it sounds exhausting. I want but... more racist robots. I hope they get, <laughs> I hope they get like a really like Chinese one. Well, <laughs> well let me see. Four 20-minute long action sequences, that's 80 minutes of a... 144 minute movie. <laughs> it could be more. I have no idea. But yeah. he just said that there were, the I'm, action sequences were out of control. So. Uh, let's see. I'm on vacation this week, so uh, don't listen to any radio at all. Just, just don't even. Just turn. Don't, wow. even, don't even turn it on. Not just even. Forget it. Not even your time. No regular time. No. Like even if they just flip it on and walk away. Well, okay. If you're going to listen to any radio at all, Monday through Friday, six to ten, ninety six three. It's 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 you know, best of stuff. Yeah, just flip it on and walk away. Flip it on and walk away, but then turn it off at 10. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by, 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 by the way, thanks for going on vacation. Oh. Because that means that I'm not going to have to see Monte Carlo this week. Oh, yeah. What's that? I've seen a Selena Gomez in it. <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, I don't have to review that this week. I, I laughed the other day because uh, Kat and I were talking, and I go, that girl's going to be cute when she's older, when she loses all that baby fat. And Kat's like, she's like 19. <laughs> like, oh, my. That's like, all right, never mind. Every time I look at her, I think she's got the stink of Bieber on her, so uh, I, don't, I don't even think about it. All right. She needs to wipe that off. Uh, here it is, brand new episode called the We're Not on Vacation, Damn It episode. We break down Green Lantern and uh, a lot of other stuff. So please, It's huh? really, really good. It's okay, yeah. That's oh, fucking good, dude. <laughs> I think the really good one was coming up. Oh, they're all good. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Please to enjoy. Do you crave the beep, beep, boop of new technology? Does your pulse quicken when you peel the shrink wrap of the new tech gadget? Are you everybody's tech go-to guy? The Newmont University in South Jordan is the college for you. With bachelor's programs in computer science, game, and web development, Newmont has compressed a traditional four-year degree into just two and a half intense years. And they deliver results with 90% of grads employed in their chosen fields within six months of graduation. For more info, visit www.newmont.edu or call us at 888-NEUMONT today. Consumer alert. Hey, this is Dan the Laptop Man from PC Laptops. There really only are a few places you're going to go to buy a computer. Mail order where you have to wait weeks to get your computer fixed if it breaks, and then you got to ship it off to Chumba Wumba. A big box or warehouse store where you have to do aerobics in a Speedo while screaming to get help, and again, you have to send it off to Chumba Wumba. Or a small computer store that could be going out of business next week. But there's no fear because PC Laptops is here. We've been in business over 17 years. We are a prestigious Intel Platinum technology provider. We handcraft the best laptop and desktop computers on the planet. Every one of our desktop computers comes with a PC laptop's lifetime parts and labor warranty. So if your computer gets trashed, we'll take care of you for free forever. Okay, to be extra psycho, we're doing our mega sale with zero down, zero interest for a year on any new computer. OAC. So get into any one of our nine stores right now or call us at 1-877-596-SAVE or check us out at PCLaptops.com because at PC Laptops, we really love you. Couldn't we have Jorel the, um, like a t-shirt. Yeah, she sent me an apology. <laughs> and it's not a website, it's a Facebook page. Yeah. So. I guess she felt sorry for you. Are you drunk? He's, he's drunk on his own importance. Well, <laughs> Jack Sparrow's a fag! But, no, 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 no. They no. talked to me about it, but I was too thin. They cast another fat, washed-up alcoholic. Uh, this movie has something against America. He's starting to look more and more like a donkey. Please. I don't want to be the gobble, I want to be the knob. Geekshowpodcast.com and welcome back to the basement. Huh. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hi, everyone. How are you? Hello, everyone everybody. Okay? Everyone all right? Everyone yeah. Feeling refreshed. Everyone survived? All right, good. Good to hear. Uh, let's introduce the panel. <laughs> <laughs> 
Lee George Cade is running the uh, board today uh, for uh, Too Tall Tony, yeah, who is Mr. Producer, who is unable to make it today. He's, he, is, he is less tall, Lee. Yes, <laughs> and I used to be the tallest guy. I know. Show. Lee was called, or uh, yeah, Tony was called back to Oa. Uh, <laughs> and last night I had to pull out my manual for producing. I said that uh, Tony was mopping up the mess he left at our press screening for Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah. he, he gave that movie his Oa face. He did. <laughs> <laughs> Grimleys.com. Grimleys.com. We can make anything. As you can see on the Comcast uh, there. Yeah, uh, we can make Hellboy. I think those are, some of those are copyright uh, infringement, sir. Well, they're customs, so we can call them tributes. Tributes. Oh, okay. yes. so or parodies. <laughs> call it a parody. Yeah. It's a parody. The That's pornos good. get away with that one. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Thank you. Uh, Brian Young, BigShinyRobot.com. Hello. Buy my book. Published author. Buy my books. I just wrote Lost a porn parody of your book. Lost in the <laughs> It's out yeah. already. Huh? It's out already. And, it's called uh, Lost in a Poon. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, Moist at the con. You guys heard all about it last week. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to reading it. Ah, uh, Mr. B. Yeah. Shannon Barnson. <laughs> Internet terrorist. Internet terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> who is, I love this, drinking wine out of a Superman thermos. Yeah. <laughs> Red wine. Novelty-sized novel. Uh. It's bold and douchey all at the same time. <laughs> I asked him if I, if I could get him a paper bag to wrap around it. Nope. It would just seem more wino Superman. if you were to do that. Superman on all right. <laughs> Jimmy Martin, Jeff Weiss, big movie mouth off. Yay. Jimmy, Jimmy Martin writes for slugmag.com. You can hear him on uh, Friday mornings. U92 with Poetic C. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jeff Weiss writes for MSN, Parallel Universe. Yes, and in this week. And in this week now. Oh, yeah. That's his new gig. Yep, it's geek, uh, the the, the geek, a column called the Week in Geek. Nice, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they seemed really happy with that. I'm like, wow, you're easily impressed. Wow. So, this is going to go really well. <laughs> I'll tell you about Amy. She's the easiest editor to please I've ever worked for. Cool. Well, let's let's throw some really weird shit at her then. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like oh, she'll she'll print it. anything. Sounds good. Yep. She, she did a story on my company, so, you know, obviously. <laughs> let's, uh, let's challenge her. <laughs> a few Special guest geek today, uh, professional geek. This is, uh, this is John from Avalanche. Hi, ho. A, t- a company here in town. They make, uh, they make the video games. Yes, sir. And uh, John worked on Cars 2. And uh, that's that's and, and Toy Story three and Toy Story three yeah. and uh, he knows an awful lot about what's going on. Later, he's going to tantalize us with information about the Marvel MMO. And how Max will not Sorry. be seeing his father for a while. I've never oh, seen no. Tony <laughs> almost drop the board. <laughs> that was my erection. It was so excited. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's get this going then. Because oh, can I before we can I get this right? At the top, leave that lady alone on Sexy Women to Cosplay Now. Okay. Yep. Please, yes, Order 69 has been it rescinded. It is so done. Soldiers, stand down. Yeah. Um, yeah. I heard she wanted to give you an apology. She sent me one. She did? Yeah, she sent me an apology. <laughs> <laughs> but did she invite you back? She tried, and I said, uh, you know, I don't care. <laughs> my, my, my wife, ever the voice of reason, pointed out how we would have reacted if someone had firebombed our right. website. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's great that she... Uh, uh, gave me an apology when if anybody owed anybody an apology, it was me. Because yes. I fucked up her Thursday night. Oh, ab- absolutely. I don't know if anybody watched go, that. You know what? She's writing, gosh, I wish I could go see Green Lantern. Yeah. <laughs> and instead I had to deputize list, uh, viewers to come and help me get these assholes from Utah off my web page. Yes. <laughs> it was just... I love that it was the, immediately the Mormons were blamed. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was because just, Mormons it was, would go to a website and say, say nice, nice vagina. vagina. It was so funny just to watch them all going, 
<laughs> what's going on? Exactly. What, what's I was, happening? I was doing my signing for my book, and Jimmy shows up, and he's just l- watching his phone hysterically. And I'm like, what's going That's on? He's like, it's do. Order 69, man. And I totally forgot, and he just started showing it to me. And <laughs> yep. it was so funny. Well, 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 by the way, I'm going to pat myself on the back for being the first to fire the salvo. <laughs> I was the first. You got I was, first. I was the first Good to be you. banned. Good for you, son. Yeah, I would like something to point else. out. I was not banned through the entire ordeal. <laughs> I, I'm not banned. I, I didn't do anything. Even I, didn't uh, I just watched. I was, I was asleep. I couldn't. Even my fake character got <laughs> banned just by association. Yeah, I didn't his even... name was Geek Show Guy. No, it was uh, it was Brian Hunter. It was that doll of Derek's that I made the <laughs> Facebook page for. And if there's Good. anyone who enjoys the sexy women of cosplay, it's Brian Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, right. so so let's just go out. They they put a lot of work into this, and they truly are some sexy women of cosplay. Some <laughs> of those are. costumes are amazing. Just don't so talk about their vagina. Please don't. Nope. I mean, seriously, if you want to see, because come on, we're geeks, right? We like yes. seeing hot women in, mm-hmm. in, in superhero costumes, mm-hmm. right? Right? I do. Well, so and go, go and enjoy it. it. Uh, apparently you can't because she's not accepting guests. Accepting so, people she doesn't know anymore so for your, some reason. So your tantrum ruined a, a website. It wasn't a tantrum. It was a prank. <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and it's not a website. It's a Facebook page. Yeah. So. It's all the same. And I, and I apologize. And, I, and I, yep. she was actually really nice when I would have, if I would if that would happen to me, I would have sent me a letter that said, fuck you. I'm going to find well, you and kill you. I guess <laughs> what happened is she went back and listened to the show. She did, actually. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess she felt sorry for you. No, no. She was, she was like, as she, most people do. No, she said. Uh, <laughs> like, what she said in her apology is like, you're right. You didn't do anything to, to break our our rules. She was and having I a bad been, day, and, I, and that's what she said. I was having a bad day. I was like, well, well not as bad well, as a Thursday night. That makes two of them. <laughs> well, let's let's be honest, Shannon. This isn't the first time that you've been the bad guy, and the girl apologized to you for what happened. <laughs> it's true. You're this as is good not as the Dick first Cheney. time. You yeah, I, shot her in the face <laughs> with bitches, whatever. Bitches love me. All right. Uh, this is the first time we've had the whole panel together to talk about Green Lantern. Well, or... minus the one. So, Shannon, you get to talk about Green Lantern without getting shit about yellow. That's good. Yeah, because <laughs> if Pierce were here, he would do. Th- he would, I, he'd point out the my, color of your mic. I cord. took my number two pencil to the screening, and everything was it just it was a blank screen. The movie wouldn't start. <laughs> you hear across the valley, Pierce is. Yellow. Honey <laughs> <laughs> was all yellow. Uh, let's see. I have I have some news about this defective Green Lantern hmm? display catching fire in comic book stores. <laughs> um, if you're, Sweet. If you're, Ryan Reynolds is too hot. If you're a comic book store owner, <laughs> you could spend $150 for a special Green Lantern animated light-up display uh, based on the uh, variant cover Green Lantern 50 art by Jim Lee and Scott Williams, but you really shouldn't. These displays... <laughs> Are catching fire. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> in a bookstore. In in bookstores. Oh, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, it says uh, other comic book shops are reporting smelling smoke after plugging in their displays. <laughs> and DC has now informed retailers to unplug the signs and await further instructions. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have outsourced that to China. <laughs> Step one, toss in garbage. <laughs> Comic List had posted the original press release for the display. It arrived in stores at the end of April. The display lights up in two different modes, can run through a cycle, but yes, they are catching fire. So there that's, you go. Yeah, that's the worst cycle, the one so, where it catches on fire. So the, uh, the new Green Lantern Corps oath is in brightest day and blackest night and through billowing smoke. Do <laughs> you really want to buy any displays from LexCore, though? Ah, that's your first Let's mistake. find out who made these. Probably was something. And what you like want to that. do is turn off fire mode. Probably some stink. <laughs> Probably some stinking Eskimos. Your, your new interactive Green Lantern display may be a little too interactive. <laughs> 
So let's let's hear it. Green Lantern, all of us. We we read uh, Jeff's uh, review. He gave it uh, two and a half, two, 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 stars. two stars. It was Jimmy gave it two and a half stars. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I loved it. I, I've seen. By the way, I've, I should mention that I've seen it twice now. I saw it twice oh, yeah? too. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't seen it at all, and I loved and it. You still loved it. <laughs> you saw, you haven't seen it? No. I, I Max worked, has seen it. Uh, yeah, my my uh, my douchebag family went and saw it without me. <laughs> I brought your, I brought your douchebag family into that theater. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. Well, now Max says that he swears he saw the Green Lantern I want to see, and chip. that's chip. chip. Is he there really? He's in both in, in, in the rally scene. Yeah, you see I've, the, I've you heard s- that. You see the back of his head at one point. He's, he's sitting on uh, another dude's shoulder. Somebody somebody yeah. needs to Ser- screen cap. I need I, a screen cap. Yeah, I he's, thought... he's in there. I noticed in the two D version as compared to the. Migraine-inducing 3D version. Hey, there he is. <laughs> hey. Do you want your spot back, Scott? No. It, 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 why don't you sit down and we'll, we'll, we'll finish this up and uh, then we'll, we'll get to you. Uh, because Brian has seen Green Lantern. I now. have twice. Now, it's it seems to be a film dividing geeks. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, you are going to find things to argue about? It divided yeah. me. It divided you, even. It, it was... I had so much fun watching that movie, but it was so terrible. Like, the script was just... It's it's it, it's the, the script is the script, a, is abominable. It, it uh, really is. It doesn't make a lot of sense. The, sc- the give, score is nightmarishly bad. It doesn't give any of the side characters any of the do they need to build a climax. That's do they need amazing? Do? You know what? The, Kilowog and Toma Ray were in right. a scene, and Sinestro. His entire thing is he he floats from platform to platform, talking to people and doing <laughs> or, nothing, or, 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 or asking uh, favors, or. Flying into action with a bunch of other Green Lanterns, and then when they all get zapped, he turns around and runs. Well, see, my biggest I'm thing like, is, what the fuck? Seriously? Well, he's you know he's no laying wonder. the groundwork for his future uh, evil. Well, yeah, his future in yellow. Yeah, yeah. but see that the problem with the main with this film is that there's no motivation behind it behind the characters' actions. I mean, ah, motivation. No, are you kidding me? When when someone starts becoming becoming a crybaby bitch and heads back to Earth because the other Green Lanterns made fun of him. See, no, really? it's, it's the difference between this was a fun movie, but it wasn't a great movie. Right. No. It's the difference between X-Men First Class and this movie, where X-Men First Class, it was fun, but it also had a very competent, tight, complex screenplay where all the characters were very properly motivated, and it made the difference between... I mean, I enjoyed Green Lantern, and I went and saw it twice, and it was even better seeing it with my kid because he absolutely ate exactly. it up. And, and that, I'm going to tell you, I've, I liked it. I didn't love it. I really, really you, liked you loved it. it Thursday night, though. But uh, you were bubbly and giddy after. No, that. I was because yeah. it's the. I want to see a Green Lantern movie. I was not drunk. I did not get drunk. You oh. would have liked um, it more if you. Um, <laughs> I've been. I, I've wanted to see a Green Lantern movie since I was seven. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I got to see fucking Green Lantern flying around in space. I got to see him doing the shit with his ring. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that would have pushed me to love is if they would have cut out all the boring shit with him and Carol. Yeah. And spent more time on Oa. I was like, what the hell? You have this cool – the coolest part of Green Lantern is that he's the part of this Green Lantern core. Mm-hmm. And why – cut out the shit with his nephew too. What the fuck <laughs> I was, was so worried and about his, his Uncle Well, no, it, and, it, it was frustrating because he went to Oa. He left as a crybaby. And he doesn't go back until he's like, wait a second, got to give me a chance to save my world. And after, should, I turn ten- after, after I turned yeah, yeah, after I just threw a temper tantrum. But <laughs> why? I mean, and the training sequence was what? Ten minutes? Yeah. I would even say that. Yeah. yeah five, and it's like, okay, well, you flip me over with a rope on my head, you're ready. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that, that training 
part? Should have, he should have been getting no. trained by a bunch of different Green Lanterns. Yeah. So you could have got to know better. And, 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 so and he could have had a Montage. Yes. Yeah, exactly. and, 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 the and montage can ruin a film. That one needed rock it. It, it. It did, and there was a song they could have used that artists kept uh, trying to get them to use in the movie called Ring Capacity by Kirby Crackle. Oh, I thought you would have would have fucking fit that uh, scene perfectly, but no, no. I just wanted you're the best around. No one's ever going yeah, to bring you down. Basically, this movie really made me want a sequel. Yeah, yeah. No, no. where Sinestro has his yellow ring. Gosh, how sad! And there's is. a big, big, big fight. How see, sad is it for us though that here we are? Uh, what well, is this? The fourth superhero movie of the summer, and it's. Well, not we enjoyed it. Well, well it hang, wasn't great, but we enjoyed it. Oh it no, wasn't it was, Wolverine Origins. Hang on, though. I, it, I, was, it wasn't. I want to go back to what you said, uh, Shannon. You've been waiting for a Green Lantern movie since you were eight. Yeah. You got a Green Lantern movie. Yeah. And it really wasn't that bad. No. And also, you got to think about this. Again, I don't have a dog in the fight because I'm, I'm not a fan. No, I'm but, not. I'm not complaining about the movie. I liked it. I'll watch it again. But here's something else to think about. When when you go into a Hollywood uh, producer's office and say, I want to do a Green Lantern movie, the Hollywood producer looks at you immediately and says, okay, who's Green Lantern? Uh, he's got a ring. Yeah. What do you leave out? What do you keep in? What do you, uh, His origin is really complicated. It's not like you can pitch it to a guy with like Spider-Man. Bitten by a spider, has spider powers. Boom. Green Lantern. What is he? He needs a nephew. Well, first of all, let me ask who who is Green Lantern? When yeah, when I say who is when I say who is Spider Man, you say mm-hmm. Peter, Peter Parker. Parker. Mm-hmm. But who I, is Green Lantern? Well, well he was a Hal black Jordan. guy. Um, no, it's Hal Jordan. Let's I see. think they um, could have mm-hmm. done an origin story and done it competently, where they could have weaved themes and th- like look at Magneto's origin in X Men First Class, mm-hmm. and that's I'm holding that up as a very competent, well written screenplay. He starts. I mean, Magneto's origin is essentially he's a mutant. But they fleshed it out in a manner that was way more complicated than Green Lantern. James Bond. And they started with the, the symbolism of like the, the coin, which played through the, the entire movie with mm-hmm. importance, and it built up into the climax. I would still say that Magneto's origin is not as complicated as Green Lantern's. But, but you could break it down. You could say, okay, Green Lantern is a guy named Hal Jordan. Mm-hmm. He's the, okay. made the first uh, human member of an intergalactic uh, police force. And their weapon that they use is a ring that kind of is magic. And okay, where'd the ring come from? The, the fucking spaceman. Why green? Willpower. That's because power it is, motherfucker. Power. They made it up in the forties. You never read a comic book, you jerk off. But, no, I'm a Hollywood <laughs> producer. I don't know. Yeah. Explain in, this to me. Yeah. Seriously, does, does but, he have a nephew? Well, 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 actually, okay. So his origin in the movie takes about seventy-five minutes to tell. Now yeah. contrast that with Thor. Mm-hmm. A character that does a Hollywood producer know Thor? Uh, a Hollywood producer, you can explain Thor a lot easier. Well, than I mean, Green you can Lantern. go ahead and say he's a god of thunder. Yes, god of thunder. He's from the god land. Boom, there he is. Okay, but why? Is, but why is he conflicted with his father? Because he ha- everyone has father issues. Because he's unworthy. Here's another one. You have to you have to put in the father issues with Green Lantern too. Why? No, they added that shit. They shouldn't Be- have. Because it it explains why he is the way he is and why he was chosen. Why was he chosen? See, you see, it's just a complicated origin story. Yeah, they, 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 they overcomplicate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well then, what do you leave out in this movie? What origin? What part of the origin are you leaving out of this movie you, to you, make you, it stream? Dad, you, you, no, 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 and no, 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 no. You're not listening. Okay. The problem with the explanation is they keep fucking explaining the explanation. Right. Okay. 
they explain it just fine once, but then they continue to explain it for the next seventy-five <laughs> right. fucking well, this minutes. movie would have been it a, repeats itself. If it, they would have, st- I mean, they started out, I think, in the right place where it's out in space and you're watching Abin Sur try to deal with mm-hmm. this threat, mm-hmm. and I think they should have done more with Abin Sur and have have them dealing with parallax and deal with it as a much bigger threat and establish Abin Sur as a total badass that's completely irreplaceable and then everyone thinks they're fucked and then bring Hal in halfway through the movie where it's like oh shit the, the entire universe is going to be destroyed because this asshole has the ring yeah it rests on this jackass that's why I don't with with the thing with his father because he's a you know he's a fire pilot who died, you would think that he would have a fear of flying or he couldn't do it, something like that. Well, he can't have fear. Well, no, yeah, you can. Otherwise, the ring wouldn't have chosen him. But he has it. <laughs> but okay, there's a flaw. Well, there's a flaw. <laughs> you have to have the capacity. He has to fear. overcome fear to overcome exactly. fear. All right, so but, you have to set up with the daddy. So, but, yeah, you can't. No, right. because you I can't think be a could, giant pussy. No, you could go the human route because this is the first human that's yeah. ever been chosen. So why could you not be like, holy shit, I have so much responsibility on my shoulders because I'm the first human mm-hmm. to have this responsibility. I'm scared shitless. Why couldn't you have that? You don't have to have the whole dad yeah. backstory. That's I think it was a wasted time. I think okay. I think the responsibility is a much bigger motivating factor than, oh, my dad died in a plane explosion 20 years ago. In a really hokey-looking And he's still a great fighter pilot. It didn't Mm -hmm. really do anything to him. Okay. So what else do we leave out? How do we streamline Green Lantern's origin for the movie? Ferris. Well... Yeah. What's he, that was the other thing, too. Okay. That, As a Hollywood producer, I will tell you right now. Okay. It could have been, been one of the, the members of the Lantern Corps. You know, there's plenty yeah. of hot chicks you know in their yeah. core. And you know what they're going to point out every single time? Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Man 2, 55% of the audience was female. Mm-hmm. And it was because of the love story, not because of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That's what they were going for. Yes. And so they're going to bring that up every single you time. You can have a love story. That's fine. But, but sure, don't waste that's half what they're going to bring up. Oh, you need Mary Jane. She has to be in a third of the movie at least. That would have been so much more interesting is if he was falling for a female member of the core and she was rejecting his advances because he was inadequate well, and all of this stuff was... Well, then, then, then as a Hollywood producer, let me ask you, are we going to upset the fanboys because of that? No one knows who the fuck Carol Ferris is. No one cares. Well, then why should I make this movie? Yeah. No one knows who Green Lantern is. Be- you're not. Uh, be- the difference be- is, is you're talking to a, are the flavor of the you're, you're talking to a different sort of Hollywood producer. You've, okay. the, the Hollywood producer who's looking at this is a Warner Brothers... Uh, a Warner Brothers executive who owns DC and already owns the characters and says, hey, what was the biggest selling book last year? Oh, shit, it was this Green Lantern? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go. Okay. And well, that's, that's a different what's Carol perspective. Harrison, you also have to think, uh, you know, really. okay, we've got our Supermans, we've got our Batmans, who's next? Are we going to do a Wonder Woman? And oh, it probably was, not. It was their response to Iron Man, too. It was like, who, who the fuck is Iron Man? Mm-hmm. We need to get in there. And but, 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 but Iron Man's easier to tell. So, so Absolutely. When, that's so my point. It, uh, and I agree with you, which is why... Yes, I Pierce? was sad when he was stabbed to death with the number two. Oh, we didn't <laughs> 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 know what was coming. Um, uh, here, here, here's, here's, here's where I think DC and, and Warner Brothers fucked up. You shouldn't have done Green Lantern next. The, they should have done Flash instead. Agreed. Well, he, his origin is easy. He's he runs really fast. Well, he's a homicide detective. He gets struck by lightning in a crime lab. Mm-hmm. Bam. There oh, he goes. Yes. He runs really fast. Fucking duh. So should they, they have done like, Star Sapphire instead of Carol? Look, Paris? here's the deal. Fucking DC's characters are all created in 19-fucking-40. Mm-hmm. Their origins are fucking hokey. Mm-hmm. Get over it. How you like that? <laughs> Boom. There you go. Yeah. Problem you know solved. what I mean? It's like, and what I was saying is DC needs to go a different route. They can't. I think they should go the opposite route than Marvel's doing, where they're trying to make these uh, 
human flaw. Important yep. fucking movies. I'm not saying that they're bad movies, of course, but they're trying to make these, you know, let's get Kenneth Branagh and make it all fucking Shakespearean and shit. And, you know, uh, let's get Ang Lee to completely fuck up the Hulk. Um, <laughs> well, you know what I mean? But they, what they need to do, I think uh, DC needs to go the other way and say, let's make these movies for 12-year-olds. Well, well, I think that's what they did with Green Lantern. Now, I think so, too. Now, and I think the kids that were in my class that go see this movie. Well, and, and that was my review. Well, fucking was, love it. Was I, I turned to two different groups of people that night after we saw the movie. Because, again, I don't have a dog in the fight. I turned to Tony. He's standing there in his Green Lantern costume. <laughs> Head to toe. Head to toe. You, you'd have loved it, Pierce. I've seen it. And uh, I said this his movie. Yellow, his yellow number two pencil yeah. was showing. I said, this movie, <laughs> this movie was made for you. What do you think? He said, greatest movie ever. I went, okay, boom, there we go. I walked out past the swarm of angry geeks, ge- angry geeks who were, oh, God, who were ripping, yeah. ripping a carcass apart with their teeth and went and talked to a couple of, of kids, these 13, 10-year-old kids. There's like three of them. And I said, no, were you fans of Green Lantern? They said, well, we knew he was Superman friend, uh, Superman's friend and, and he was black. From, just, from the Justice, <laughs> right. League, cartoon. Justice League cartoon, right? right. And I said, well, uh, what did you think? I mean, that, that was pretty much their exposure to Green Lantern. It was like, fucking A, take me to the toy store right now. I want to get one of those goddamn rings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it succeeded yeah. in the two places that it needed to. The, that's where I really think, like walking out with my son, like he wanted me to take him to the comic book store right then and there yeah. to buy more Green Lantern <clears throat> comics, which is something that the comics industry needs. Mm-hmm. They need stuff aimed at 12-year-olds to remind them that comics are badass and for them also. I would also like to point out I've only read one Green Lantern comic in the last five years that got me excited. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the character's hard to portray, really. Is. At, I think at, it'd be hard to write. I think it'd be hard to make a movie of. It's, you're talking about an interstellar cop with the power of imagination. Well, and, and by the yeah. way, uh, <laughs> let, let, let me play the Hollywood producer for a second and tell you why DC's not going to go the complete kids route. Because kids' tickets cost less than adult admission. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. The adults got to drag the kid in there. Sure. But that was actually one of my biggest problems with it, though, was the unbalanced tone of it. Well, you know, you got, I, I think here's the deal. John, like, John has been reading Green Lantern since he was a kid. So. Right. So I, I think Jeff Johns is doing an amazing job telling new Green Lantern stories right now. I think the movie really spoke to that sense of wonder to the 12-year-old. It really reminded me a lot of the same feeling I had when I was, you know, 12, 11, saw Except, Star Wars for the first time. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it's not, it wasn't as mind-blowing as Star Wars, so you know, don't get me wrong. But, you know, I think you walked out of that, that theater, if you're 11 or 12, mm-hmm. thinking, wow, that was amazing. And, you know, that's and, they but that's, that and that's what pissed mm-hmm. me off, though. It could have been even more amazing if they would have spent more time on Oa, developing that side of it, and less to, on to, Earth, him being a weird fucking crybaby. Okay, now, now I'm going to make this prediction. Okay. There's probably more of that stuff. I'm, I'm making the prediction right now that there's at least 25 minutes of a, of a, of, or more of a cut for, that, d- for that, that Warner Brothers officials leaned over Martin Campbell's shoulder and went, this can go, this can go, this can go. You this need to have weird. that because it sells Hot Wheel cars. Yeah. You can do this because <laughs> it sells blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, that's, hmm. if, if I had a real sense of what's wrong with Green Lantern, it's that it so clearly feels like the studio fucked with it. It does. Yeah. Yep. I agree. It feels mm-hmm. very choppy. I mean, there was parts where I thought that I had, like, Drifted off for sleep for two minutes. And, and, see, like... <laughs> and see, and I kind of disagree. I get the feeling, and again, I'm not real familiar with the character, but I've been doing some reading. I get the feeling that they were almost too uh, uh, much of a slave to the origin story. You know what it reminded me I, of? I don't, you know? I, I don't disagree there. I, it, no. it reminded me of the last season of uh, Big Love. 
No, you know how like like every episode you're like, what the hell? Seventeen thousand things just happened yeah, in this it's episode. Like, it's like one episode was handled in a sentence. Well, so and so did this. That would have been an episode. Right. But, <laughs> there it, is. but, it, but it happened off screen. But, but that's kind of how I felt. If you yeah. look at the screenwriting again, I'm going to go back to X Men First Class. Just as much happened. That movie was shorter yeah. and it was tighter, and more stuff happened in X Men First Class, yeah, and they, it made more yeah, sense because they had a, well, a competent screenplay. It wasn't X- a well put together movie. X Men managed to cover the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing simple about that. Well, and it's going to get more complicated because after this, X Men's yes. Yay. Now that we've now that we've reviewed uh, Green Lantern and chopped it up, uh, I manage. I, I'm just going to put this out about the strength of of X Men First Class. Yes. I saw that movie at a drive-in theater mm-hmm. with drunk hillbillies <laughs> rolling in, shining their lights on the screen. Oh, I thought you uh, your family. Oh, 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 that's my family, bro. Is Scott here? I think yeah, he is. Yeah. He'll be joining. Yeah, just, us in just. A I mean, seriously, there there were enough distractions going on, and I still loved the hell out of this movie. So it, it was that good. Yep. But, <laughs> but, but, by the, are you drunk? I know. <laughs> he's, right. he's he's drunk on his own importance. Well, I, I don't know, but I, but I ran into your daughter last week at the bar, Scott. And she says, "Hey." So did. Oh! Into Jimmy's wife, who asked her if she was old enough to be there, and I told her she looked twelve. You should have said. I said, well, "Was she mean?" And she said, "No, she was really, really drunk." Oh yeah, so right. Lee, you should have said you ran into her repeatedly. Oh. <laughs> oh. But by the way, the, for, the, the the first numbers are in for Green Lanterns Friday. Yeah. Well, this is this is a, a week yeah. or so afterward, uh, but but it, it looks like it's on track for about a fifty-six million dollar opening. Will there be a sequel? Uh, anyone, yeah. anyone. I, I think so. There won't with those numbers. There I heard they have about You 70. know what's frustrating about it is that it's so much better than Pirates of the Caribbean 4. <laughs> no, I'm not, no, 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 no. I'm not kidding, though. I mean, like, it was. Pirates of the Caribbean 4 was boring the whole way through. This movie had moments of excitement in it. Mm-hmm. The kids loved it. Like, my kids were bored through Pirates of the Caribbean. Mostly because their dad was screaming, This sucks! No. I hate pirates! Wait, Brian, Brian I, th- I thought you liked Pirates 4. <laughs> You did, Jimmy? I, I thought you were a big fan of it. I don't know Why? where you got that impression. Jack Sparrow's a fag! But, no, 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 no. I mean, the thing is, is that Pirates of the Caribbean 4 is going to make a lot more money, and it's not as good. And Green Lantern, I think, deserves more money than Pirates 4. Well, well, Hangover 2 made more than any of the other superhero movies was, so far, and it's it a piece was, of shit. It was so what are we saying? That movie audiences are idiots? Yes! yes. 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 Okay. So where are we going? We're going we're gonna to take a break. Yay! After these messages, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Carrie, and of course, uh, the reason that we have this podcast is because of fine sponsors like our brand new sponsor, SecretCompassCollectibles.com. Go to their website and give them some love. Here's the thing. They are serious collectors, all right? Authorized dealers of all the products that they sell. Been in business since 2003, so you can trust them. They primarily deal in these limited edition collectibles. We're talking like movie replicas, statues, busts. One-of-a-kind pieces of art. Uh, new products coming in all the time. They want to be your stop on the Internet for all of your collectibles. Now, the reason you should trust them, they are collectors themselves. They understand your obsession. They understand your value of trust, especially when you're dealing with high-end products like these. Uh, so they know what it's like to suffer the pains of subpar customer service. So they handle each order personally. They take each order seriously. You've got all kinds of prop replicas on this website. It's terrific, including replica costumes. And I'm not talking those few ones you see at Target. These are really, really nice. 
accurate movie collectibles. So go see them. Give them some love from Geek Show. Tell them Geek Show says, hey, secretcompasscollectibles.com. All one word, secretcompasscollectibles.com. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, where you will be seeing more and more of Shannon Barnson. That's right. Because of the DC revamp. I'm going to get all 52 of those things. I'm going to get a hold there, my first hold. Uh, If you get a hold there, you get 10% off every purchase over $20. And let's be honest, that's most of us. Am I going to get 10% off my disappointment, sir? (laughs) That Dave cannot guarantee. But uh, yeah, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 (laughs) East, 3300 South. Go and see him. uh, Get a hold while you are there. That means that he'll just grab the comics for you. You don't have to be there on Wednesday. But not only comics, uh, I believe he will pull toys for you. He gets toys for me. Uh, T-shirts. Statues. All of that kind of stuff. If you look in the previous magazine, you see something you want. Dave will pull that stuff, put it in your hold. And get it for you. So uh, 2043 East, 3300 South. Go and see Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. And uh, look for members of the Geek Show podcast while you were there. uh, Dr. Volt's is Utah's number one comic book store. In my humble opinion. Friendliest. And be sure to tell them Geek Show says hey. And we are back. Yay. Yay. I had a little story uh, about how uh, X-Men First Class is the most racist movie ever. But what? Ooh. I'll save it. <laughs> it's racist against mutants. Because we've got to get some of this somewhat recent news. Uh, can I put my gum in this Captain America trick? Sure you can. <laughs> he won't mind. That's attractive. He's out of it. He's out of it. He's wonderful. I love He's these. Free. Right. Anyway. Uh, let's see. Let's go to uh, oh, Superman, Shannon, Superman. Oh. Yeah, Superman, Superman. Weird cast. Huh? Did you hear they're going to do an eleventh season of Smallville? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> I hear they're only shooting him in the suit from the neck up. God, for the whole for the whole season, <laughs> a floating head. Mean old Scott Pierce. <laughs> it's going to be it's, it's going to be the cheapest season of it ever because it's just going to be Tom Willing's head, <laughs> and it's a, and it's a paper mask. It's going to be like the sad thing, Futurama. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got our uh, Jor-El. It's my great. Dad. This cast is just nuts. It's an interesting cast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you call it nuts. I think it's kind of interesting. Well, Rus- I mean, I mean, but it's nuts. Russell Crowe <laughs> as Jor-El. <laughs> oh, so now oh I thought you guys were just joking about that. No, no. no. Seriously. No. So it's only a matter of time before we start getting news of uh, Russell Crowe getting drunk and beating the shit right. out of a bellboy at a Throwing bar. a Kryptonian thought, phone yeah. at somebody. Superman would inherit his ability then, to throw cast, cell phones at people. They cast uh, Lara. <laughs> Too. Uh, his oh, his wife? It, yeah. I didn't get that Soup's word. Soup's mom. I, I, it's Jor-El's I wife is named Laura? Yeah, Laura. Mm-hmm. It's a very exotic L-A-R-A. Kryptonian name. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. But like, who else Laura was in the running L? for this? It was like well, here's what I got. Sean Penn. Uh, well, <laughs> let's, let's, let's Which go. I'm so glad that didn't happen. They now, talked to me about it, but I was too thin. Now, see, I think that Kevin Costner as Jonathan Kent is a great cat. I do, too. I, do. I actually uh-huh. really like that. And I honestly think Russell Crowe will be interesting well, as Jor-El. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What about Ma Kent, too? Ma Kent is, um, help me out. Uh, no, it's... Uh, Diane, Diane Lane. Lane. Diane Lane, yeah. Which, Perfect. Yes. First time I'll ever want to touch myself when or, I'm or, at or, Ma Kent. Or, or, or as I said, uh, if... Milf Kent. Yeah, if, if, or, or, or Mom Nom Nom yeah. Kent. Shouldn't Kevin Costner be playing Grandpa Kent? Mm. He's like 80. Well, you know, uh, Costner uh, got himself a young uh, bride. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it. 15 he's, years ago he, he looked old. He's feeding off her blood. Dads are Robin Hood. Both of Superman's dads yeah. are yeah. Robin Hood. Well, that's Russell true. Crowe, Kevin Costner. Uh, yeah. Russell Crowe, Kevin Costner. I didn't even th- put that together. That's fucked oh my up. My God. Anyway, here we go. Um, uh, the casting of Crowe in the role... 
uh, has, it says here, a ring of synchronicity to it as it harkens back to the casting of Marlon Brando in huh? Warner's 1978 Superman oh, movie. Yeah. Brando was famously paid 3.7 mil in the mid-70s, that's big money, to be in a role that amounted to 15 minutes of screen time. That's two, right. Two that's right, my son. Yeah, I, thought, I thought the parallel was they cast another fat, washed-up alcoholic. <laughs> another insane actor. Well, you know, and, and maybe he'll go crazy and get thrown off. I was, I was hoping, honestly, that Gary Busey would get the role because I oh. thought he would have been... Didn't, didn't Brando... Gary Busey no longer speaks English, so... <laughs> Brando had some really weird idea of that Jor-El should be portrayed as like a t-shirt or something like that. I can't remember. There's, <laughs> if you look up... like The bottom part of Tom Welling. He, he, he had some weird, really... Because that's when he really started going crazy when he was in Superman. And like he had these weird demands. And it was something like, uh, couldn't we have Jor-El be um, like a t-shirt? <laughs> with my voice coming out of it. You're like oh, totally making this up. No, for real. It, was not, it wasn't a t-shirt, but it was something just as ridiculous. Like you a lamp. A, a thong. A, a lamp or a... A wet nap. A toaster oven. A toaster oven. A mountain of mashed potatoes. A shiny, <laughs> it, a shiny toaster oven. I'll, I'll do research on that and I'll bring it back. I think, it was I think you wanted to be funny. a green monkey. <laughs> do some research. Write us up a paper. But uh, the other people who were, who were up for it uh-huh. um, was, was Sean Penn uh-huh. was one of them. Oh, God. And Clive Owen. Uh, yeah, that would have been cool. I like I think. Clive. Mm-hmm. He kind of looks like the Henry Cavill, who is the Superman. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little bit more fun to have the bat shit Russell Crowe on there. I'm just tired of non-Americans well, playing Kryptonians. I just uh, fuck yeah! Hell? I know Australians and Brits. What the yeah. fuck? What Seriously. the hell? I mean, come on! Uh, having aliens come play over here, taking our... uh, no, and not only that, but uh, the only American that is playing a Kryptonian is Michael Shannon, and he's evil. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> see. We, this movie saying? has something against America. I don't yeah. like it. I already, I already know I'm going to hate it because Zack Snyder's a hack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just received word that Gary Busey uh, is free to do it if they want him to be Jor-El. He's, he's going to play Doom's role. He was just uh, kicked off of a, uh, a movie, Mansion of Blood. His director said that Gary had simply become too difficult to work with. <laughs> had, oh. had become. <laughs> yes. Just today. <laughs> Up till then, <laughs> he was a complete pleasure. Have you seen this fucking asshole on TV in the last 20 years? <laughs> The nail in the coffin, Serious. it says. Oh, go ahead. Was, uh, we were told by a woman on the set that she complained about inappropriate comments that he made. Nice vagina. Gary <laughs> 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 needs to play Black Manta in Danny McBride's Aquaman movie. There There's our villain. Oh, there I, There's I, I our like, villain. Fuck. I don't I, know I what any like, of that means. I'd like to point out <laughs> Brian standing six feet from the microphone with his hand by his mouth doesn't make him any louder. <laughs> <laughs> um Anyway. It's kind of like a Homer Simpson uh, you know whisper. I'd like to hear the kind of inappropriate comments that Gary Busey, because his appropriate comments don't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> what a, your vagina looks like the eye of a tiger in a, in a tornado or, storm made of, made of silk. Now go, my son. And tuna fish. Or did you see the Lord of the Rings movies? Did you see the eye of Sauron? I imagine that's what your vagina looks like. <laughs> and it frightens me, and I like to be, I like to be afraid. No, I'm not afraid. And now I await banning. My fear makes me turgid. <laughs> My fear it. makes me turgid. But I don't have fear. You know what fear stands for? Feeling exactly all right, really. Yeah. <laughs> That's abuseism. That's what it is. I just imagine that the director just watching feel Point it. Break and thinking it was all right. Like, yeah, that guy's all right. I think Let's that's good. Put him in here. I wait, feel wait. totally abusive. Yeah. I just right. I want somebody to put him in a in a Lovecraft movie because he's already <laughs> completely crazy, so he has that part down. 
Well, the, was... the part that kills me is that they they act that they have to get rid of him in the middle of this. Is <laughs> this is just, I mean, fifteen years ago, he scared the crap out of me at a press conference. And... <laughs> yeah, they have to reshoot it. Says is that, that, when, he <laughs> is that yeah. when he walked Oops. up and said, "You look like a young Anne Bancroft." <laughs> He's starting to look more and more like a donkey. Have you noticed? <laughs> like he did something wrong on the island I was, of, I was of being, misfits or whatever. Know, I was being cast in the yeah, Mr. Yeah. Ed movie, and I'm a very good actor. You'd believe that I was a horse. In Pinocchio, where did they, what, what island did they go to when they turned into... Uh, uh, that was Pleasure Island. Pleasure Island. Island. Yeah. That, that part freaks me out on the ride, by the way. Mm-hmm. I could easily play that part. I just always want to walk up to him and give him an apple. <laughs> oh, wait, so they named that bar district after that. It, yeah. Oh, in Disney yeah. World? That makes sense, because I always get really drunk there. Because you like always act ass. like an ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> High five, buddy. Yuck, yuck. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh. He's always offering kids uh-huh. candy. Uh, uh, we got uh, uh, you know, uh, John here from Avalanche who works with Pixar and Disney. And I got a Disney story. Are you allowed to hear words like this if you work at Disney? No, they have a chip in my brain. It just censors all this out. <laughs> Gumdrops. <laughs> That's what he hears instead of... Jeff was in the office at the Salt Lake Tribune yesterday, well, and, he, I'm, and he was running around saying, Gumpish squares, swears a lot. Squares? Swears a lot. And everybody's like, yeah, it kind of fits right in here. <laughs> well, the interesting thing about the chip in John's head is that it replaces the words with something more positive. That's right. Like, instead of cunt, he hears the word can. <laughs> <laughs> Dick is dream. <laughs> well, in that case, it should be Jiminy Cricket that's the voice. <laughs> Fuck tard is courage. <laughs> You're courageous. And somehow, uh, Snail Trails becomes imagination. But strangely enough, um, Night Rapes. Still Night Rapes. Night Rape is still Night Rape? Yeah. I don't know why that didn't get changed. It is the Magic Kingdom. Yes. Uh, And speaking of the Magic Kingdom, that is the movie that is being uh, written by Michael Chabon. Michael Michael Chabon. Chabon. The the, the novelist who also just wrote uh, the John Carter movie. Well, here's what happened. Here's here's how this all breaks down. Um, This guy, he's Pulitzer Prize winner, um, is going to be writing the script for the Magic Kingdom. John Favreau is directing it. Now, originally, when we told you about this, Ron Moore... Uh, Battlestar Galactica no. reboot wrote the first treatment of the script. Favreau got involved and said, "No, it doesn't make sense at the end. I don't <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. Why are they having why sex is, with cavemen at the end? I don't understand. Why, why did? Uh, well, really got to the end and said, "Man, that is so cool. I, I, it's I, too good. It's it'll make me look foolish. So let's rewrite it." Yeah, Favreau just said, I, "I appreciate you working the basketball court in on top of the Matterhorn. Yes. But why, why are the cavemen playing? That just doesn't make sense at all. And why are they dressed in white? Yeah, why, I don't understand. Why? Dumbo's a Cylon. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a woman that flies down. There are seven Dumbos. <laughs> seven Dumbos. Dun, dun, dun. This, dun, dun. this has all happened before. Uh, <laughs> oh, nicely it observed, out, sir. It turns out Space Mountain is actually the top of a giant spaceship that is buried underground. and it's, you know, All the seven dwarfs sitting together. So say we all. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you can see why Mr. Favreau didn't want that. Uh, but uh, so he and and this Shabal. 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 They've been like hanging out at the park. Oh, dear God. Oh, Together. my God. I would love to be know, there for that. Did you ever actually. notice that Walt's an inch taller than he was in real life? <laughs> so they've been hanging out at the park, and they've written. They've now written a script, and uh, this is the one that's going forward. And he also, like you said, he, he's worked on the John Carter Mars script. Mm-hmm. And he's also doing, remember we told you about this uh, series before, he is uh, involved with Hobgoblin. 
which is an HBO series that can oh. be summed up simply Magicians versus Hitler. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I've uh, also I've already written my parody. It's called Knob Goblin. <laughs> of course. <laughs> the porno parody. Yeah. Sometimes the they porno just parody. give it to you. It's yeah. G-O-B-B-L-I-N. Yeah. No, I, I, I put that in there. Um, <laughs> Shannon's got a part. <laughs> As the knob, I hope. <laughs> You're the gobble. The gobble. I don't want to be the gobble. I want to be the knob. Please. <laughs> Lee George Cade's son is not here, so child be... services, you don't have to come visit him. No, he's, he's emancipated. We set him free. And, and Knob Goblin will be filmed on location <laughs> yep. at Gobbler's Knob in <laughs> nice. Pennsylvania. All right. Um, so there's that. Uh, let's see. Now, uh, uh, John, I want you to talk about uh, let's talk about video games for a minute because, okay. well, you know a few things yeah. about them. Uh, the Cars right. Two video game I've got to play, and it's it's excellent. You it's play so it. much fun, no, and nice. uh, this, that's his baby. I love it. This is the guy. There you go. He's yeah, the one we, who made we it. were uh, we were pretty happy with it, and uh, <laughs> it's going out to uh, reviewers, and they seem to be Woot. accepting it pretty warmly. At the time you hear this, it will be out. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, is there this, car combat in it? Why, yes, yes, there is. Because I love car combat games. Oh, this is for you. Car racing games? No. I tried, so I tried to explain game? it to these guys after I, after I played it. I tried to explain it like it's like if you took the GoldenEye game mm-hmm. and uh, the, the Mario Kart battle yeah. and uh, stuck them all together. And you get to uh, have your car have different armaments. And, and there is a goal and there is yep. a game at the end. I said, this is a game that kids are going to be playing during the gay uh, day. What? Excuse me. And dad, <laughs> dad and his drunken buddies are going to be down there at yeah. night playing the the battle mode. Yeah, yeah, drive yeah, yeah. And we go. What's good about it is it's easy to uh, pick up and like you know get to handle the controls really well because when okay. I did it at E3, the, the guy Do you have to like, use every finger on your hand yeah. while you're playing it? No, it's, no. it's, no, it's okay. very simple. But the guy was like, I'll take it easy on you like that. you know. And all of a sudden, I started kicking his ass like that. He goes, <laughs> oh, screw this, like that. And then, then he just <laughs> destroyed <laughs> me. <laughs> but I it was, heard about that, it's actually. Fun. It's a good time. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a challenge when you're making something uh, off of a Pixar product you know, because it's got such a broad demographic. Where you're, you know, trying to reach little kids, right. but you're trying to, you know, please adults as well. Well, and plus, that's and that's plus it's Pixar, and Pixar movie quality is so high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. The uh, now the uh, how you guys got involved with Pixar, I don't know how that began, but I know that it was Lasseter that saw the toy box of mm-hmm. the Toy Story three, which is this this never ending. You could play it forever. Right. For lack of a better term, Grand Theft Auto, a Toy Story kind of thing, <laughs> that you could just go forever, and it was yeah. him and horse? his kids. Yeah, they do. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, what, no, you no, wanted no. to know what happened horse. to Bo Peep. That, that was horse. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's the chip. There's the chip. No, what the chip. You, what you, what Bullseye! <laughs> what, what he actually uh, beat Bo Peep to death and took her money. Yes. Wow. And, and he went up in health. It was crazy. Is that, that why part. he's named Woody? <laughs> so, so, But it was Lassiter playing that with his kids like mm-hmm. for three days straight. Yeah, actually, uh, you know, when we did Toy Story, uh, we didn't just, because we're an internal studio to Disney, they didn't just give us the, the gig. We had to go out and earn it. So we were competing against you know, THQ and uh, Sega. Uh, but we got it off the strength of this toy box idea, and uh, the director of the film, uh, Lee, Lee Unkridge, he took it home before we released it. He loved it. He played it with his kids. Laster played it with his kids. They loved it. And so uh, we didn't have to compete for Cars 2. They just uh, handed that one over to us and said, you know, do that again, only with Cars. <laughs> but they, they didn't necessarily want you to follow the plot of the movie. No, no. They're really cool about that. They're uh, very much a creator-driven studio. And so, you know, when we came in, we said, well, hey, this, you know, Cars is a cool, uh, you know, spy story. So we want to kind of riff off this idea of the spy academy. 
so we just kind of asked, where do where do the cars go? Where did like Finn McMissile go to train to be a secret mm-hmm. agent? And they were like, uh, well, we don't know. We didn't we didn't really make didn't up that, that part far. of the story. Yeah. <laughs> so we said, yeah, can we take a shot at it? So uh, we uh, came back to Avalanche and we started, you know, just thinking of different ideas, different acronyms. What would you call a, a spy academy for cars? And we actually opened it up to the whole studio and let people just submit ideas. And uh, somebody came up with the idea for Chrome, which uh, has the ridiculously long name of uh, and I, and I can't the Command uh, Headquarters for Reconnaissance Operations and Motorized Espionage. <laughs> da, da, da. It's like S.H.I.E.L.D. It's like S.H.I.E.L.D. It's yeah. like S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> exactly. And uh, we took that back to uh, Pixar, and they really dug it. And we said, okay, great. Well, let us set this the, the, the game after the movie's over, and we'll put it all inside of this spy training academy, and it's a big holographic uh, computer. So that you can take all the cars from Cars 1 and all the cars from Cars 2 and have them play together and still make sense from a continuity standpoint. See, now what's great about that? You can kill Mater. I just want to throw that <laughs> out there. Oh, right. my God. I am so there. Uh, how, how many, Sold! How, how many of the platforms is this across, anyway? Uh, this is uh, this is across everything. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, X, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, the Wii, super uh, is it PC, all the... Mac. I think there's a Commodore Did you say super, super NES? Yeah, Super NES. That's right. <laughs> That's weird that they made that. I know. I was, I was shocked. <laughs> well, you know, we had a little extra time. <laughs> is the is the Wii version the same as the other ones? Yeah, basically, it's a, it's we did a, its own art style for it, but uh, all the same modes. Okay. Nice. Uh, basically, all the same gameplay. So now that you're done with this, do you have time for that knob goblin game I pitched last week? <laughs> well, we were looking at that. However, there's a problem. <laughs> there's some rights issues. That uh, run into okay, then some then, guy named Lee George Cage owns the rights to the movie. And now so, this is this is this is where this is what we call the bait and switch. Okay. About Mandelabra. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a spooky gothic romance. Lee, it's never going to happen. I'm Come sorry, on. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. Uh, now, you, uh, because you're in the industry, you were, were telling me earlier, yeah. and I said save it for the show, the Marvel MMO. No! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got, uh, oh got a chance. Oh, my God. We've got to say, hold on. we got a teenage girl in here. Lee? What? Quit yelling like that. A that guy on a treadmill is going to get really pissed. That was my <laughs> <laughs> That was my. That was my marriage screaming at its end. <laughs> that, well, As it eats your life. Everything John feel... told me is correct. That's true. Okay, because DCU played mm-hmm. it for six weeks. Yeah. Got bored. Yeah. So, yeah, so uh, Gazillion, uh, Gazillion Entertainment out of San Mateo, California, they're the guys developing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a chance to sit down and play it, and this is going to allow you to play as the Marvel heroes, not as your own, you know, create a hero. sidekick. Yeah. Yeah. Which was the problem I had with DC. Well, and the thing when, was, we, we had this, we were very close to it with Champions Online, and then from what I understand, Marvel just said, nah, this isn't quite doing it. Yeah. And so when you play Champions, you're on Gamma World going, this feels an awful lot like Hulk. Yeah. You know, yeah. but, so this is, uh, this is going to, yeah, this, this is, is going to massage all those points. It's going to massage all those points. Uh, it's, uh, and I played it. And it's it's good. It's great. It's a lot of fun. And uh, Gazillion is going to uh, they're going to give it away for free. What? Yeah, this is a free to play. What? Oh, how do you make shit? How do you make money on that? Let me so, get this. Uh, let me get this divorce is, this papers is, for the this real is fast. The, this is the whole microtransaction. Thing, yeah, isn't yeah. So you have a uh, uh, Dave Brevik, who Sorry, was uh, the head of uh, Blizzard North, who did mm-hmm. uh, Diablo one and two. Uh, no, I think he was on Starcraft. No, no, he didn't get Blizzard yeah. involved with this. Did no, well, no, not no, anymore. Bl- Blizzard right? people, Dave Brevik, that guy, right. people involved in in <coughs> Warcrack. Yeah, well, yeah, and Diablo specifically, though. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so they they put it together, and they're big fans of uh, you know the Korean model for gaming is a lot of free to play microtransactions, and yeah. so uh, they're convinced that that can uh, you can create a AAA uh, title and give it away and still let, make money. Let, let me fill this in really I don't quick. Understand. For, I'll, I'll explain it to Scott yeah. really quick. Uh, the Star Trek Online game, it, it's right now you can buy it for ten bucks. 
Okay. And you download the game directly from Amazon, or you go down to your favorite uh, box store and buy it for $10. And you get a month free. But then say you decide you really love classic Star Trek. If they have, for 10 bucks. you can download the bridge module and the costumes for the classic Star Trek. So what's the first thing that I did? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm out 10 bucks, And I'm like, oh, wait a second. I want this uh, Borg Tribble. I'm out another 5 bucks. Microtransactions allow you. You can play the game for free. But if you want the deluxe spiffy model or with the D&D Online in particular, you can yeah. play D&D Online for and free. But if you want to play the cool modules, so, so you pay extra can money. Can I ask an ignorant yeah. question? Does it... Does buying this stuff affect your ability to play and win the game? No, not at all. Okay. No. But if you want to do the cool missions that might have some really cool perks. Exactly. So like in the Marvel one, you could buy Brother Voodoo for like a dollar? Well, no, but that's the other thing is that it, it allows you to, a lot of these games, it'll allow you to have extra, maybe maybe new powers, or in some cases, say, uh, a feed like me. Maybe. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I love AIM. I want to go raid at AIM base. Maybe there's going to be a mission where yeah. you can go fight MODOK and AIM. You it know? could be as simple as, you know, maybe a couple of bucks for the ultimate cap costume, you or, know, or, if, or classic or, cap. Or, or, or future know. Foundation Spider-Man outfit. But you're or, not. Or if you yeah, want Tony Stark to have a bigger whiskey but you're glass, not, you're not playing. You're not playing the classic heroes, though, are you? You're making your own. No, no, you're playing the classic what? heroes. Can yeah. you make your own? Uh, I don't know. So, so if this not is a massive online role playing game, how yeah. are you going to have fifteen Iron Men? They decided that they didn't care. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like it's kind of like hero clicks. So yeah. I'm taking on this this compound with seven Wolverines, and you're playing with your buddies. So I mean, exactly. if your friends are like, no, 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 don't be Wolverine, I'm Wolverine. Oh, so so, can so it's it going to be right? instance then. So you're not that's you're not a, that's my understanding. It's okay. Be so you're, if you put a team together, then yeah. that's your team. You're so, not interacting with other teams. Oh my yeah. god, I want to play the so as, we, as the Runaways. I was going to say, see, we could do a, we could do a geek show, Ooh. gaming session, sure. or, or, where, you or, know. or Shannon and I could be cloak and dagger. <laughs> I want to be dagger. Of course, you're dagger. No. I, could, I could roll the dice. How long are we? How long are we? It's, oh, it's on a computer. I'll explain to you. Uh, you know, I'm not exactly sure. And they, I, they I just have need to get my wife a good NDA, but uh, yeah, I would say a couple years. But uh, Brian Michael Bendis is doing the writing on it. So oh, Jesus, oh. No, that's I, I'm happy. No, 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 no. That was a satisfying. Oh, that was the, oh, Jesus. So this may be an online game. My first one that I decide I'm going to do. I'm really amazed you didn't go to Star Trek. I am still this close. Yeah. Same. And and there's one thing that that there's a there's a feature on that called the forge that allows you to make your own adventures. And so let's just say Bruvies is only halfway done, but so far clearing out all the targ from the kitchen is kind of kind of a blast. But <laughs> you can make your own adventures and your own away team parties and stuff like that. What about sovereign class cool. starships? I I'm uh, one rank away from getting one. Yeah. The USS Pierce. <laughs> you know, I thought about it. I, I was mostly pew, pew. trying. To, I was mostly trying to name my ships after famous lesbians. But um. well, there you go. <laughs> Here comes the USS Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> the Porsche de Rossi. She I looks fine, but she's a little thin. The USS Pierce. I actually I have the I have the NX. USS paper. Roseanne, please, <laughs> please break away from your moorings. Yeah. It's a it's a galaxy you class. Prepare to be boarded. You're about to crash into the USS Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, and so now we've got the lesbians as, as our latest group we've offended. <laughs> no, we no. lesbians. Love. I love lesbians. We do. Ladies, I'm going to kick all these guys' asses. Do it. Uh, while Mr. Pierce is here, I have a, uh, a TV story. Here we go. I read your, your article about this, actually. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't. I have not. So I, I, I can't wait for you to weigh in on this. Uh, for those of you who are not listening to this in Utah, oh, this God. podcast. Yeah, your congratulations. Uh, you're, you're going to be able to watch. And again, I don't even know if the show's any good. It's okay. It might stink as <laughs> far as I know. terrible. <laughs> but, you know, I'd like to be able to decide. 
on whether own. I'm going to watch it or Even. not. Here we go. Uh, it is uh, KSL Television. Oh, they, they didn't want to show. They still don't even show Saturday Night Live. Do they, they don't. Mm-hmm. They they so on fourteen. They send Saturday Night Live to another hey, station in town, and they run it. Their hey. argument was: we actually have higher ratings running what we're running instead of Saturday Night Live. Isn't well, SNL is, one of the highest rated shows on no, TV? No, no, right no, no, no. Actually, no. if we're going to be fair, God forbid. I know they they were doing very well with the sports programming. I know at one point they made an offer to air. Saturday Night Live at 11.30, and NBC said no. Mm-hmm. So in, in this particular case, we can't beat them up as much. And they do air Saturday Night Live stuff that's on in prime time. Okay. That's so, true. Okay. So, oh, you and your facts, I Scott know. Pierce. God damn it. That's I hate why it when he's I have here. to. Yeah. Well, they are not going to run a new show that is coming this fall called The Playboy Club. Because, oh, you know, everyone saw the success of Mad Men and went, well, let's... Let's, let's make that over and over again. Let's do that. You know, let's Not do that. It's on two more times this fall because there's that and there's Pan Am on Right. Christina. Yeah. With Christina Ricci. So that's that's the uh, that's the difference. That's what they did. They decided we'll go and the Playboy Club. So NBC puts the show together. It's They're, they're really excited about it. Well, KSL says we're not going to run it. Not because it's dirty. No. But it says here, uh, Mark Willis. Willies? Willis. Thank you. KSL. No, uh, Mark look, Willis, he just gives us the willies. Oh, yeah. He's the station president. He said, we're not running it. The Playboy brand is known internationally. Everyone is clear what it stands for. Titties. Bush. Nice we, articles. No, we, not so much Bush anymore. Not since the 70s. We want to be sure everyone is clear Landing what strike? the KSL brand stands for, which is completely inconsistent with the Playboy brand. So they're not going to run it. And I don't know if you've heard whether someone's going to pick it up oh, here in town. Probably, but it probably won't air. In, I mean, I don't know how it's going to air in pattern because um, Channel 30, which picks up most of the stuff or all of the stuff that KSL doesn't air, has a local newscast on at 9 o'clock. Well, I, just... got, I got in trouble. I got the crap beat out of me by a few commenters, some of whom I believe were plants, but that's neither here nor there. What? Because I called KSL a bunch of hypocrites. Mm-hmm. Because I-, I thought your article was great, by the way. They, yep. Thank you. They, um, this is all about the, the, the Playboy brand. Yes. And when I wrote about it, I said that I could, having seen the pilot, um, that all nearly 300 episodes of Law & Order SVU <laughs> – that have aired on KSL are more adult than this thing is. Yeah, and they ran and they ran almost two hundred episodes of Will and Grace. And my comment was that Will and Grace, you know, and Will and, Grace. Will and Grace, which I thought actually started out good, but kind of weakened quickly. But you know, Will and Grace never met a dirty joke it didn't like. Well, exactly. And so like, and Community's got so much innuendo in well, it. Well, there's <laughs> like the, innuendo. I mean, okay, let's. And what I didn't write, which I kind of wish that I had, was. Um, Let's assume that adult programming is bad for kids, and I and which is why for t- more than twenty years I've been writing that parents ought to pay attention to what their kids watch and okay. and so on and so forth. But let's assume mm-hmm. that you know let's let's accept that uh, adult programming is bad for kids. KSL doesn't care that it has adult programming on unless it has the word Playboy attached to it. Yeah, that's what because, they're because yeah. Once again, this show is essentially uh, sort of a crime drama set. In the early '60s, mm. where the 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 characters either work at or belong to the Playboy Club, there's kind of a, a really gross death in it. But it's having watched most of the NBC pilots, it, it pales in comparison to um, 
the the extraordinary amount of blood that's in uh, the the Americanized Prime Suspect that they're going to be airing and and some other shows. I just think you know if they really cared about you know protecting the public, and and they are so concerned about programming. Mm-hmm. They'd worry about other shows. What they're worried about is we can't have Playboy associated with KSL. Right. Okay, so so I'm going to back it off of the content and make it more of a technicality question. Here we go. Uh, I used to be a DirecTV subscriber, and for the longest time, they let me not only get my local channels, but New York TV, right. Right. NBC. The East, the East Coast feed. So I could watch NBC shows you two hours that. before. So what happened? The local channels bitched. Because I'm watching it then and not watching their feed. Okay, great. Um, That was taken away for that reason. Doesn't this, what they are doing, negate that whole rule? Well, I mean, mean, their contention, which once again I will give – I will – I have to agree that they they have a point. This isn't 1980 and you will be able to watch it online. You will – you know, probably another station will pick it up. I I mean – I, I just find it interesting that that they have such selective times when they climb on a moral high horse. Yes, I agree. They <laughs> are know, not consistent. And, you know, they, they pull off God, the Devil, and Bob, which was a horrible show. Admittedly. It was a horrible show. But they pulled it off because they had God in the title of it, not not because it was not terrible. Because it was horrible. Not because yeah. it was horrible. Yeah. They showed uh, every single episode of uh, Outsourced. Well, yes, and that was the and, that was the most offensive know, thing on TV, I think. <laughs> way back, way back when they pulled off picket fences, which had a lot to do with the fact that they had an episode with polygamists on it, that, oh, who were sort of that. sort of Mormon. Yes, um, you know, hmm. I, it's their station. They own the license. I mean, it is public airways, but they own the license. They can do it what they what they want with their station. And and I, I you know there were people who thought that I was saying they should put this show on. I don't care if they put this show on or not. Just be honest. About I just it. yes, and don't you know don't talk to me about community well, standards because I'm so glad you guys don't work for those douchebags anymore. You know, <laughs> yeah. We're, although we're, was, we're, we're, I should have seen this coming. I was just so you know, and I was attacked for. Uh, Sour grapes because these were the people that fired me. Now, K- I never actually worked for KSL, so KSL yeah, right. did not fire me. And frankly, until the last couple, three years, I wrote the same kind of columns at the Deseret News you did. Mm-hmm. about KSL as mm-hmm. I just wrote for the Tribune. My contention with KSL is they should just uh, decide whether they're going to be in the TV business or not. Yes. Especially you know? considering yeah. how the TV well, business that's what you is faring right now. You need the shows that are going to get the I eyeballs. Said, that's what he said. That's they what he said need to article. sell yeah. the station or go independent. Did, and it would guys, be tough to go independent. Did you guys read the, the article with Lucasfilm where they're saying the only reason why they – I mean they're saying that it, right now it's money and technology. But the number one reason why they haven't moved forward with the live-action Star Wars is because television's imploding. Mm-hmm. So like we don't know what the platform's going to be in five years. So we're holding on. That's, that's also – Kind of bullshit, but well, I have a question about <laughs> Playboy. That, no, that I, I, I mean, there's some, there's some merit to that argument, but that most of that is, we don't know what the hell we're doing. Um, I have a question <laughs> about the Playboy Club. You've seen it, yes. That lead character. So I've seen like the little trailer commercial thing. That lead character dude is his name Ron Graper. He reminds me. He, he really reminds me of somebody. That sounds familiar. He reminds me of this guy that made a Lifetime movie, wow. and he had an affair with a country music star that was in it, and they were both married to other. Oh wait, that was let's make this guy just like Don Draper. All right, uh, let's uh, let's wrap it up then, and we'll uh, uh, get some more to drink and. St- start all over again uh anything uh, before we go anything uh, i know you usually have yep, dvds I for do. us and uh, i i have a book jimmy 
I have a book. And I actually have a recommendation. Oh, good. I have a show. Yeah. Uh, I should have put the real cover back on it, but this is titled Nerd Do Well. Oh, it's uh, It's the autobiography (laughs) of Simon Pegg. Oh. (laughs) And wow. If you're a geek, you're going to love it, right? Yes, and there's a whole section on the Star Wars prequels. (laughs) Star Wars, Brian. He's already shaking. Okay. Uh, DVDs. A couple things coming out. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, the movie, is coming out on Blu-ray. Really? That's about time. That's a great one. Now, if you're not a fan of the TV series, Mm -hmm. don't bother with the movie. But if you like the movie, it falls in place. Now, somebody's going to correct me on this. I think it's in between episode 23 and 24 is where the movie takes place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. Uh, A movie with uh, Paul Giamatti called Barney's Version. I think I liked it more than Vice. You did. But I liked it. Uh, Is it a big purple dinosaur? Yes, actually. Uh, Apparently... uh, they got the news that people wanted the extended edition of the Lord of the Rings trilogy on Blu-ray, so now it's coming out. Gosh, Who said that? Who know. wanted that? Some people were pissed. Damn I want it. it. <laughs> oh, you? It was you? I've, oh, got, okay. I've got 16 right. hours. I've got How much is it? Do. I don't know. Oh, sorry. 17 <laughs> 17 I'm going to say thirty-four. <laughs> all of them. It, it's all of them. If, if it you want to hear all of them. the worst uh, sound effects in the world, watch Nicolas Cage in Season of the Witch, Ooh. where you hear a guy making a wolf sound, which is... They took the sound effect from the episode of Doctor Who with the werewolf. Uh, <laughs> a movie called The Warrior's Way, which sucks about halfway through, but the end is the one of the greatest fight scene finales I've seen. A- absolutely. The so, rest of the movie kind of blows. Uh, it's true. Uh, Warehouse 13 Season 2 comes out. Ugh. They made a Season 1? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, Jumaji and Zathura are coming out on Blu-ray. I like I, Jumaji and Zathura's all right. They're, they're no, alternating I, I, scenes yeah. one after the other. I quite like Zathura. That's a, that's a Favreau movie. That is Favreau, isn't it? Yeah. I like Jumanji. Favs. And uh, Sucker Punch is coming out. I Anyone? finally get to see the. I believe the only person who likes it in the world, and I still haven't seen it. Visually, that show it. it's great. Yes, there's yeah. just no plot. You I, should probably just mute the sound and watch it. I, I don't think I'm going to take care. off your pants. I really don't yeah. think I'm going to give a it's shit. It's kind of like my life. Visually, it's great, but there's no plot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tony's not here to give uh, video games, but uh, real fast, a uh, couple of reviews. Duke Nukem Forever sucks. Yeah. Really, it's oh, terrible. It's 20, 20 years when, to make a shitty video game. Well, see, that's the thing is that people are like, it was supposed to come out 12 years ago. It should have come out 12 years ago. Well, would have been good 12 years ago. Would have been good 12 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. No, because there were some great games 12 years ago. But when when, uh, a PR rep, I don't know if you guys heard about this or not, when the PR rep tells, sends out a tweet that says, we're watching who's given the negative reviews, and you pretty much will not be getting games next time. Are you kidding me? No, no. This this happens, and and, uh, uh, 2K Games is the one who's handling Duke Nukem. They're the one who made it. They dropped this PR firm immediately. Good for putting. Oh, it's the shittiest comment I've ever heard. Wow. Okay. Sorry, it sucks. And then, wow, that's. I mean, that is astonishing. Un, it's unprofessional. That's incredibly yeah, it unprofessional. That's ex- that's oh yeah. Extortion. I mean, because I, I got the. Uh, I got an email that said it was titled "My Apologies" or "Apologies," <laughs> and it was from this guy. And I go, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Mm. That, and then I saw the news come out the next day that this guy had said, you know, who's spitting out venom at Duke Nukem, you will not, you know, be participating in the next round of games. Mm. So, at the risk of sounding. Like, I have plot. That person should never work in this business again. No. I think he might be having some trouble coming up in his It'll future. be tough, yeah. Uh, and the Green Lantern game was all right. Uh, you played it, it, John, right? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I mean, you it's know. fun. It's a movie video game. My it's, only, well, it's, it's, it's like the Thor game. It's okay. <laughs> it, well, and this may, you know, if you have games coming out, too, my biggest uh, 
problem with it was the save points because I would beat a final boss, right? And then I'm, I'm low on energy because it kicked my ass. I go get killed by a couple other people and it makes me go all the way back to the beginning and no, fight the main boss no, again. No, no, That's no, like no, the no, Thor no. game. And I was pissed. Yeah. And I just what made me stop playing. I was like, nope, I'm not playing that. No, you, split, you, you should have a save point right after the boss. So... Or right during. It's 101. <laughs> All right. Yes, before you're that about to it. die. Uh, <laughs> of course, uh, Cars 2, the video game. John recommends that. Yes, indeed. No Go play. Um, I, I'm, I I'm really eager. I'm going to try it out, actually. Now, awesome. I'm not sure when this actually comes out, but Jimmy, you loaned me that uh, Squidbillies season, uh, yeah. was it season four? Holy season four, I think. Uh, Love the show. When does that come out, or is it out now? I don't know if it's out yet. I have to look it up because I, I was. Cause we I, went le- to the... I lent it to you, and then I was going to take it back yeah. and do more research on um, it. <laughs> When that shit comes out, if you're a fan of Squidbillies Squid or Unknown Henson himself, get it for no other reason than the uh, menu. <laughs> the different menus yes, have... Seriously. Like, I, I had Jeff listen to these last night. I was crying. And it's just, I was it's laughing It's Unknown so Henson hard. and Rusty just talking. So that's uh, Daddy and, and the son yeah. Squid. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, early and know. it's so... The shit's just so goddamn funny. No, I love that shit. Yeah, and um, Granny it, lots of great uh, extras. Uh, oh, my God. The I, thing who, from Dragon Con. It comes out June 21st. Who, okay. Who knew that the voice of Granny, the guy who does the voice of Granny, is a puppeteer? Well, he's the guy that does the voice well, of Master Shake. Shake. Yeah. 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 And, but he's, <laughs> and, and watching him with the Granny, well, granny puppet. So he, he, uses, the, he uses the puppet while he's doing the recording. Yeah. I have yes. to say, Granny Squid may be one of the greatest cartoon oh, characters to come well, along in a very long then time. Then you, you want it just for the cover. Absolutely. Here, because the cover is... I'll show it to you. Um, all the pictures on the inside are squids, actual like dead squids, dressed up. As the characters. As the characters. So there's Granny right there. Ah! It's some frightening looking ah! shit. <laughs> oh, I, I need, I need I, this. I cannot. Uh, I can't Shannon, Shannon and Charity, when they saw that cover, just started laughing so hard that they couldn't even breathe. I um, did too. I would, I would like to tease something for the next episode. Yes. Um, our, uh, Shinebox um, has a new intern. Happens to be my son. He's been editing the Comcast version of the show, and he has an official breakdown over who has the foulest mouth on the show. Oh, oh do, we have, do we have the results yet? Uh, we, we, he does have the results. We, we could do it. So we can present that in the beginning in of the, the next beginning episode. of the next show. Who, who, who All right. causes, Do they get a prize? Who causes they my do. poor 15-year-old son? To, <laughs> I want a fucking prize. Dude, I'm so fucking sorry that I fucking do that stupid I fucking will find, shit to you. I will find a prize, and we will award it. Oh, the beginning yeah. of the next I'm episode. I'm such a goddamn I'm really cocksucker. That better be a Why do I have fucking to fucking awesome swear surprise. all the fucking time? Better me. Gosh. I'm really fucking sorry, Max. I apologize. I'm seriously apologizing the shit out of my shit. I have two quick questions. Recommendation. Golly. Oh, sorry. Shit. Shit. Calm the fuck down, Peter. Watch Teen Wolf. Watch Teen Wolf <laughs> no! on MTV. No. Cats which is, is good. Which is astonishingly, I sat and watched the pilot, which I'd only seen clips of, and it, it reminds me very much of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Really? What? And, yeah. and MTV repeats them constantly, so... Even by is the time like, you hear this, you can go back and watch it. They, they do the repeats. You can watch the first three episodes. No, no, no. no it's pretty scary. It's, it's, it's scary and it's funny, and they've got some mythology behind it. I'm not. I mean, I'm not. You never know what's going to happen. Okay. But the two episodes shot, I've then. seen are are were just great fun. Okay. Um, and it will have aired. The first one will have aired by the time this is on. But watch Wilfred. Oh, um, oh, which, oh have you seen which, it? Oh yes. Um, I've seen the first three, and it's so weird, and it's just. But it, I, I found it 
oddly delightful. And tell okay. people what it is for people that don't oh, know. Oh, it's it's uh, it's uh, a, a young, Wood. nice young, depressed young man who sort of kind of tries to kill himself in the by, pilot, played by Elijah Wood. Played by Elijah Wood, who he, the, everyone else sees his next door neighbor's dog as a dog, and he sees him as an Australian guy in a dog suit, and who who smokes and drinks and smokes pot, and and he's kind of trying to get nice young man to come out of his shell. And it looks so funny. And it's, yes. And they, they never, there's, there's no, it's not like they ever break character. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're okay. totally invested in this. Okay. He is a guy in a dog suit, but he is a dog. And, and it's. Does he act like a dog? Us. Well, <laughs> I mean, there are little things that I just find wildly amusing. Like when he goes to sit down on the couch and he turns around for he does. and then sits down, you know. And I, well, I think he only did it well, once, so it was you know it was actually oh sort God. of it's really subtle. subtle, yeah. But in, in, well, in the promo, the thing that makes me laugh is when he's chasing a car, shouting, "I will kill you, <laughs> you son of a bitch!" Yes, <laughs> that's that's what what yes, that, that's yes. Anyway, and I'm excited about that pairing because it's with Louie. That's yeah. got to be a great hour of, of yes. TV. That yeah. will be. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Okay. Mr. Uh, Mr. Barnes. Uh, refuse to air more ham. Uh-huh. Woo! Woo!